Miniature soldiers, big opinions. This is the Conclave Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Conclave Podcast. And, and guys, we're all back together. Let's have like a hey. video group hug. Hey. Alex, stop um. touching my bum. Um, how is everyone? <laughs> Tired. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, recovering, recovering. Okay, adequate. Yes, yes. Alex has had an adventure this weekend. Um, so yeah, this week, I guess we're, we're all building up to the LGT. So let's talk a bit about our hobby progress. I can see Ed frantically painting in the background. So uh, how is everybody's prep for LGT going? Ed, let's start with you. Yeah, I'm actually in a pretty good spot. Um, yeah, there's only four models changed in my <laughs> list from the last tournament. I managed to couple together four more guys with rock cutters. So uh, just finishing, gonna painting them, and that's it's going well. I've actually <laughs> I've I've read quite a few Warhammer books recently. Um, so I finished. Really? I think most notably, I. I finally finished the Ravenor and Beckwin series. Well, there's, there's only two oh. Beckwin books. And then I Shit. messaged Cripster for about two hours yep. afterwards. Because there's just, <laughs> honestly, that book. Yeah, it was, it's a crazy book. Can't talk about it at all without some massive spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely... It was funny. There's a, there's a quote from Dan Avnet I remember reading. It was like, oh, yeah, the Eisenhorn and what started as Eisenhorn, these books are going to have a massive impact on the setting. And this shocked, I think, uh, myself and, and some people because one of the reasons people quite like these books is they are not uh, always the fate of the galaxy in the balance type books. It's it's not about, like, you know, Abaddon. It's about, like, will this sector fall to chaos or will they lose this system? Blah, 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 blah. Really interesting in that respect. But what happens in the end of the uh, final <laughs> Beckwin book called Penitent is so ridiculously Big. large. I, I don't think I've yeah. ever read anything as impactful as it. And I, yeah, I don't really know what to do. I, I have to sleep and stuff now. This is getting very Alan Partridge, not the Nile Cock News, isn't it? It's not just large, Jeff, it's massive. It it is. It massive, is though. Yeah. I can't. I I'm not overselling it. Like it's bloody hell. Um, I think like if you're if you're not someone that cares about spoilers and stuff, I think Valrak has done some videos on it, so you can check those out. It's really cool. I also read a book that you'll. Well, I'm not quite finished with it yet, but you'll really like Rich, which um, is Pandarax. Have you read that one, Quipster? Which one's that about? So um... it's it was actually. I, I on the on the back of the book, it was actually made alongside the I think first edition of the Apocalypse, and so it's really cool. So it starts off with a very 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 old Grey Knight. There's a lot of guard, really cool guard moments in it, especially Katachan related, and then the Dark Angels and the rest of the the Grey Knights turn up, and it's really cool. If you read uh, Ritual of the Damned in Psychic Awakening, you'll know that the Dark Angels and Grey Knights have a bit of a frosty relationship. And one of the main mm. reasons for that is because Azrael and Drago do not really get on. They 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 respect each other in, in, a, in a cool way, but they have some big disagreements. And this kind of goes more into that. And it's it's really cool, but I'm really enjoying it, actually. Abaddon's okay. in it. And uh, Abaddon is great, as he's always great. But Huron he, Blackheart is in it. And it's genuinely quite funny. So one of the things that happens is, like, Huron Blackheart is, uh, at this point in 40k, if you're not familiar, he's been a pirate lord for a... Um, 
uh how when was the ba- badab war quips they're like <laughs> 2000 oh, years yeah 500 yeah, yeah something long time ago yeah it's indeterminate yeah. time so mm. it's it's uh yeah long long time and so he's uh yeah got a huge force and abaddon is trying to use him and <laughs> hero blackheart is like oh yeah you know abaddon like, happily happily fight with you happy lead some black legion soldiers if uh you know if you want me to and then abaddon is just like yeah but you are very clearly going to just stab me in the back as soon as you can and mm. make yourself war master. And he's like, yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> chaos, isn't it? Chaos. Uh, it's, it's quite funny. So I, this, I'm, this I'm liking called, him uh, a lot. Pandorax, right? Pandorax. Yeah, yeah. Really I've been cool. looking for okay. a good Grey Knight book, so I'll definitely give that a read. So a really, this, this really dark ending. One of the darkest things I've ever read happen in 40k. Um, okay, cool. I'll definitely really, give that yeah. a, a yeah. read or listen mm. to. Okay, I'll add that to my list as well. Mm. I've ne- cool. never even seen this book before. Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, cool, thank you, Ed. Uh, Adam, I know you're painting, so how is uh, your uh, lead up to the LGT going? <laughs> yeah, I'm a clown. Uh, no, I'm, well, I am. I mean, I am a clown, but not for these reasons. Um, I, I have really what is actually quite an intense job, and I've been really busy. Um, so my amount of time for hobbying uh, and Warhammer generally has just gone down the pan um, over the last month. Like, I knew September was going to be busy, but oh boy, uh, it's been it's been pretty bad. Um, it doesn't help. I did have a stag do one weekend, which obviously you know doesn't doesn't help when you're just drinking for two days. Uh, but nonetheless, thanks Joe, uh, if you are listening. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, I am taking the sisters because I said I was going to take the sisters to tournaments this year. And I, uh, at the moment, I have the remaining models left to paint in my list in front of me. And it is eight sisters of varying types and two cherubs. Uh, and I am about sort of halfway through doing them. So I will be done this week. It's not so bad. Um, but yes, that is my hobby progress. Outside of that, I haven't really done, as I say, done much. I finished some Zephyrim at the weekend who in my opinion are one of the coolest units in 40k those are the girls uh or who have the jump packs the swords a big spiky swords, jump okay. packs the swords mm-hmm. and the um the big the really cool banner um so i finished a unit of those uh really and good. i think you showed pictures of them didn't you yeah 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 so i've got i've already got i've already got one squad and this is squad number two because they are really quite good uh, especially as the bloody rose which i'm sure we'll talk about sort of lists uh later for the lgt um in terms of like reading and stuff i've, I've been reading um on and off again just because of audiobook time is a little bit limited and you don't really want to be listening to stuff when you're trying to cycle through central london to get to work um but uh, i've been listening to uh the arryman books actually uh in much the same way rich that you were looking for good gray knight content i was looking for quite good thousand suns content audience can you tell uh, rich and i split hexfire um, <laughs> and um and uh so i was i was listening to the araman books uh which are a little bit older but they're actually really really good so i finished the first one which is called araman exile uh and i'm on to araman sorcerer now there's a three-part series and it basically it tells the story of what araman was up to uh before he sort of retook his position 
uh, in the Thousand Sons, well, among the Thousand Sons, because people who don't know, Araman is basically the guy responsible for turning them all into um, the contents of a Dyson filter. Um, they they got all turned, the, the, hence why they're known as the Dusty Boys, um, because he cast the rubric of Araman, um, hence rubric Marines, rubric A, etc., etc., which turned all of the yeah yeah rubrics cube. Yeah, we haven't got a rubrics cube. Be good if we have one of those in the army. Maybe we could have that as like a spawn model i don't know you can put it on like a sorcerer's Um, like you know playing disc (laughs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um and um and and yeah they they all got all of the non-psychic uh or non sort of very psychic because obviously all you know humans are space into psychic some degree um got got just turned into dust so he sort of did what he was setting out to do because what he wanted to do was stop the rampant mutation known as the flesh change which happened uh to the thousand suns as a result of their gene seed from magnus However, uh, Big Daddy Red Magnus was a little bit annoyed when he discovered that the vast majority of his legion, having just survived the Horus Heresy and sort of gone to the planet of the sorcerers in uh, in um, or retreated back to the planet of the sorcerers in the Eye of Terror, had been turned into uh, piles of um, dust. So he basically was he was he nearly killed Araman actually, and Araman and his kind of cabal got kicked off the planet of the sorcerers don't come back here you've been a very naughty boy you're banned you're barred get out uh and this is the story of what he was sort of up to in between and it's it's quite cool because it does humanize araman and what i will say is people i won't give away any spoilers for what happens in the books but getting to know him as a character i think similar to uh, uh, to abaddon in um the town of horse and black legion which are books i think i speak for everyone here when i say we love those books um they really give you an insight into how his character works and who he is. And he's not just this generic, like, yeah, I want to take over the universe, see, kind of character, right? He's actually got some interesting motivations. And for Araman, um, the phrase often used about a Thousand Sons is Magnus did nothing wrong. And I'm not sure that's true. But I will say that Araman probably did nothing wrong. I think his intentions have always been in the right place. And even when he's done stuff that we would definitely say is is evil, his reasoning for doing it and his motivations for doing it that you get into into this book, and if you've read any of the Thousand Sons stuff in the Horus Heresy, and uh, you know the book A Thousand Sons is a fantastic Horus Heresy book, um, it, it does really give you an insight into his character and into who he is and what his motivations are and how the Thousand Sons work as well, uh, and how some of the space wizardry works, which is very, very, very cool. And... Rich, you'll be happy. There is a Grey Knight who features uh, in in one of the books, so I would strongly encourage you to read it as well. So yeah, that's that's my hobby progress. But yeah, looking forward to the weekend if I can get these sisters painted. <laughs> I believe in you. You'll do it. Uh, I was going to request that you paint one of the cherubs as me because I don't think it'd be that difficult. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, could do, I could do. The, the problem is right. The cherubs. So these, these are, as, as anyone who plays sisters will know, these these cherubs. The one main ones you use are the ones for. Uh, the retributors which get you to sort of reload them um and the problem is there's two of them in the box and one looks a bit like sort of winston churchill slash churchill the insurance dog and the other (laughs) one has a skull for a face so i mean which one do you want to be do you want to be sort of fat churchill or baby churchill or do you want to be skull face it's really up to you fat churchill i could do do that thing that ricky gervais does when he's in the bath and take one of those bath pictures you know when he like scratches his face up and looks all (laughs) <laughs> look at his instagram people who have no idea what i'm talking about it's quite funny um 
I could see if I can green stuff like a little cap on him because you, you, you do like wearing a cap, right? And I'll, I'll just yeah, I'll, I'll make my, him stand I'll out. My uniform ready for the weekend. Uh, yeah, be a cap. Uh, but anyway, before <laughs> before let's let's continue. Alex, you're I, I'm gonna ask you what your hobby progress is like preparing for the tournament, but your list is probably painted two years ago. So um, I don't know what you're talking about, Rich. <laughs> I have been furiously <laughs> painting custodies. A custod? No, I haven't. Of course, no. it's all painted. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, having had two nightmares uh, to do with my list in two separate tournaments a week apart, because I put the list in, forgot to check the list, and realized that uh, they were wrong on both occasions, um, <laughs> I oh, mate. made real sure. Uh, yeah, I made real sure this time that it was entirely correct. I'm totally going to load up your list now on BCP and check it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Okay, so this is what I think. <laughs> this is what I think is in my list. So I'm, tra- I'm um, checking it now. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm gonna. Re- so it's, firstly, I hope it's Shadow Keepers. It better fucking be Shadow no, Keepers. No, Solar Watch. So annoyed. Solar Watch, mate. You fucking asshole. <laughs> no, no, it's Shadow Keepers. You got that bit right. Well done. Genuine. That actually happened in the uh, Custodians WhatsApp group. Someone said like, "Fuck! I went in this dread host. They're supposed to be Shadow Keepers." So he's <laughs> fucked. Whoever that guy is. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be Shadow Keepers. Uh, and the things in the list that I would have changed are it should be six Alaris Terminators now. Uh, and then also um, Vindicar Assassin. Yeah, six. You've got a Divindic, the Vindicar, yeah. You're bringing, you're yeah, bringing Vinny. Nice. I am bringing Vinny because I figured, like, I'm not going to win. <laughs> like, that's not li- a likelihood. However, I will I be the that, guy that bought the Vindicar Assassin. Hang on, hang on. Let's go for the real, the true answer here, which is the same reason, you know, many people bring uh, certain lists, certain things, certain lists, which is he gets you to 2,000. There you go. <laughs> and he's going to kill yeah, characters, true. hopefully, which will uh, definitely get, like, again, yeah. uh, the game we played uh, last week, if you killed my characters, I'd have been quite upset. So, actually, I mean, most uh, just of interest. Are you, Alex, mm-hmm. when, when, as and when, sorry, not really pertinent for LGT and a bit of a tangent, but as and when mm-hmm. we get our um, shiny, shiny, shiny uh, Warhammer Plus uh, give little gifts, you know, and I assume you've gotten mm. for the Vindicare Assassin out of that, are you going to swap Vinny out for uh, the one hanging out in the sister's uh, statue head thing? Of course. Nice. Because that one is the best model I've ever seen. It is, it is stunning. It's really cool. It's really cool. I, it's, it's actually to the point where... Um, I I basically, I promised Katie from Tabletop Tactics that I would paint her one as well. So I get to do two different schemes she, for that same so, model. So, so what you're saying is, <laughs> we're going to receive those at the end of this year, or I think at the end of the first year, right? She's going to get hers. So that'll be like mid-2022 because it launched in August. So she'll get hers sometime before 2024, perhaps? Uh, okay, Adam, let's not go crazy here. That's all right? ambitious. I'm not made of time. <laughs> <laughs> that is an ambitious goal. <laughs> but uh, no, so it's it's actually funny that we mentioned that because um, let's wind it back a bit for the viewers who don't know this yet. Um, so I was actually in hospital over the weekend, uh, which was super annoying. Turns out you can order a delivery to a hospital ward. That is a thing that you can do. Um, but while I was there, they put me on a shitload of these uh, steroids, not the good kind, annoyingly. Uh, just the kind that sort of control information and these well, sort of like fuck up. with your <laughs> um well not yet but we'll see what happens <laughs> judging from my dad and my grandpa i'm not far off but uh yeah so i'm on these drugs at the moment which kind of like fuck with your energy levels a little bit so like i sat down this morning no yesterday morning 
and I was just like jittery. I had so much energy, even though I felt tired. So I was just like, fuck, I'm just going to smash out some hobby progress. So I completed technically my first ever commission. Hey, so that was a, that was a nice. thing. Oh, wow. I, uh, stuff, yeah, man. I posted it earlier. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I posted it, was, it earlier uh, today. The, 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 the name, the name. Yeah, they yeah. look amazing. The, they uh, really yeah, the nameplates. Yeah. So, uh, basically, so I, it's... Uh, but, oh, God. All I was going to say is, because that reminded me, so I have I have nameplates for all of my sisters, quite literally for all of them, and oh, I'm trying nice. to work out if I have the time <laughs> to, like, <laughs> spray them, cover them in null oil, and glue them on before this weekend. <laughs> Jeez, that'd be so worth it. That, that would be, be really so cool. cool. <laughs> Honestly, you do, you know what, do, so you know what do you know what I'm worried? Yeah, but do you know what I'm worried about most? So my army mm-hmm. fits. I'll, I'll need to test it with this slightly different variation on the list. But my army fits in my magna case. Oh yeah. Just. Oh no. I was having oh, that no. the week, so I had a, and I'm, like, I'm yeah. yeah a I'm a bit concerned that if I move, <laughs> if I put a little nameplate on each one, it's going to put like half yeah. a mil on each base. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna that run out of room. <laughs> yeah. So, why don't you just put it on the characters for now, and that should yeah, still be fine. Yeah. 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 So Where did you get so inspiration I mean, for your name? Yeah. Sorry, this is this is more this is more, mm. more interesting than Alex's or hobby progress. Where did you get inspiration <laughs> for your names, at, Adam? God, you're so boring. Fuck you. Straight up putting him on blast like that. that Savage. <laughs> Alex, for what it's worth, I'm sorry for putting it on a tangent. I thought your I thought your hospital stay was horrible. And I'm glad to hear you're feeling better. Go for it. Uh, where did I get my names? I quite literally just went through the sisters' book. I went through uh, sisters' lore that I could find on the web, and then I just went through na- girls' names, and I went through like European girls' names, like uh, Asian girls' names, both sort of s- South Asian and. and I would love it if well. Adam was really lazy about this. And, like half of them, like began with the letter A. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> do, you know what? Do, you know, do you know what? I think I think there are there are a fair like variations on like Amelia and Amalia and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I've got I've got, but I tried to. So I, tried, I did try I did try and mix it up and try and kind of make it nice and diverse and and cover like a wide range of different names because there are some. Also, I, I what I also did was I looked up like famous um sort of uh famous uh female like warriors or heroes from like myths from all around the world to try and kind of put them in because i thought some of the canon you know like my canonist character for example um can have can have those um which i thought would be just quite cool and then obviously yeah you've got the named characters not that she's in my list this weekend but like ephriel stern um you know celestine obviously more than i'm not sure i did get one for more than because i'm not sure they do one of the right size for her base but I'll, I'll i mean she you know she doesn't need a name she's more than vile everybody knows who she is <laughs> fuck you up if you come near her um the beyonce but, but yeah. of the warhammer universe everyone knows she her is. she's also she's kind of doing the single ladies dance if the single ladies dance involved instead of kind of waving the hand around it was like waving a heavy bolter about and stabbing someone in the face with a big spear so yeah. you know similarities similarities um but yeah sorry that was that was my nameplate story uh, yeah. i was gonna say as well quickly sort of uh going on from that if anyone is interested, the place that we all get these nameplates from uh, is a website run by a guy called Keith called yep. versatileterrain.co.uk. Keith's an absolute legend, and we highly recommend him on this show because we all buy his stuff because it's awesome. We all have awesome. nameplate stuff, yeah. Yeah, Literally Keith, I don't know how... I, don't, I, I, guess, I guess podcast sponsorship works by, by just you reading it out, but if you want, if you want to sponsor us, mate, you, you get right in touch. We're big fans. Yeah. 
Hells yeah. He's like, I don't also, have to I cannot... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. We're giving it away. God damn it. <laughs> We're not very good I... at this. <laughs> Guys, no one mentioned Nike is... for the rest of this episode, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God, I mentioned Aston Martin believe... earlier. Ugh, I can't believe he worked on uh, Star Wars. That's like his yeah. actual job. Be yeah, quite, like he's he'd be a... quite a cool hobby guest to get on, wouldn't he? Yeah, I I tried. I tried a while ago and he was just like, Oh, I'm not sure if I've got anything like interesting to say. I was just like, I I think you do. I, I really <laughs> you, think you, you do, dude. You did you did a Star War. You're allowed. Just yeah. talk about that. <laughs> He's in the credits of Star Wars, man. That's really cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, but where were uh, we? yeah, we went on a tangent of a tangent. Oh, I was talking oh. about me. Alex, keep <laughs> talking. Sorry to interrupt. I didn't mean to be so rude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fine. I... Just crack on. It's true. That this was half the issue that landed me in hospital in the first place. Um, <laughs> just talking too much. Uh, ironically, that is actually what happened. But uh, yeah, so basically, um, ended up in hospital, ended up uh, taking these steroids. And steroids, like, fuck with your energy levels. So I was, like, super hyper yesterday. Did this whole, um, like, commission for my friend Taylor, uh, who's like, uh, this happened over lockdown. We all made, like, internet, hobby, Instagram friends. Uh, and she's my internet hobby instagram friend from tennessee um and she got in contact and she was like oh i'm doing a dungeons and dragons game with uh, some friends and we bought some of these nameplates can i get you to commission them um because i don't want to fuck them up because she doesn't have much experience painting i was like yeah fuck it i'll do that like that that sounds awesome uh that was like six months ago um <laughs> and they've <laughs> just been yeah. sitting on my shelf and i was just like this has gone on too long so Absolutely using my classic commission painter. So bad. Quality. <laughs> and so yeah, I uh I eventually it's, in fact I think I've had them longer than I've had Lysander. <laughs> Sorry about that. Don't 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 <laughs> don't you're not allowed to mention Lysander because Ed 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 will kill you. <laughs> Um, and then, and then the people from Tennessee will kill you as well. I don't, Fuck I don't, oh I don't want to uh, kind of throw you on the bus even more, Alex. But Adam, the present oh, you no. got me—how quickly did I paint that? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you, you did, you did turn that around pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. To be fair, under the bus. So, Rich is a good friend, place. and like doesn't. Yeah. Why do you, you know what, Crimson? Why do you hate Christmas? That's my. Question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, look. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go there, but it is, it is. You know, I don't want to be like fucking Tesco getting the biscuits out already, right? But it is September. It is coming up to the end of September. We are slowly, inevitably, uh, on the 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 slope in towards the festive period. So, if we are doing gifts this year, let us all make an agreement right now between all of us that. And I realise this is going to backfire when I don't know somebody buys like a knight or something. But like, <laughs> we have to get it painted, right? We have to get it painted within like a three okay. month max period. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I I promise. I promise. I will do this, Lysander. The absolute because okay for listeners who don't know this, Ed bought me a, a Lysander model as because he's like the Imperial Fist um, for Christmas last year, and it's almost Christmas this year. So yeah. I promise it, I will do this Lysander so much justice that it will be worth the wait. Do you know, do you know, what's, more in, do you know what's more insulting as well? You think about all those times uh-huh. you, you were like, what are you doing for your hobby at the moment? And you, you were like, oh yeah, I'm just redoing all my bases. <laughs> <laughs> but I needed to for the squad markings. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even I'm, like I'm three up in guns and I bought you that model. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah, I promise. So, also, <laughs> on a similar note, though, like uh-huh. you've taken so long with this Black Templars model, there are now Black Templar models. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, that 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 is quite impressive, actually. Yeah. Genuinely, I, I, it took me an entire unit development cycle for me to do this one painting tutorial. We'll be honest. What, what, actually, are, like, uh, what are Evan's thoughts on those new models? Because Hellbrecht, oh god. Oh, and Wait, you know what? Hellbrecht, I mean, Hellbrecht with the helmet. Yes. Oh, oh, the helmet's much better. Yeah. Oh, looks so good. So good. So. Uh, good. Uh, Actually, I like the little guy I polishing his. Is, this sounds all kinds of wrong. I like the little guy polishing his sword, uh, mainly because of the the meme potential. Like I don't know if you guys have seen all of the like oh. Valrak Valrak polishing Perturabo's boots. Uh, <laughs> there's one of Valrak polishing Liam's boots, I think, as well, which yeah. I quite enjoyed. But yeah, the guy the guy's polishing a sword while the sword is still inside an orc. Yeah, that server needs sounds reprogramming. Right. Yeah. It needs, that, that server needs serious Everyone just stops saying sword for the next five minutes. Yeah? <laughs> really um, big, no, I, well, it's a really big sword as well. I think it's really cool. I, th- I think um, the thing that came to me, of course, I'm sure is to a lot of people, is are we getting primary scouts at a certain point? It's not... It kind of suggests it, but the initiates... They're a separate mm. thing as well in the law. So mm. it's kind of a... It, we don't know either way, but... They've made a Primaris scout sculpt. Yeah. Got That's got to be a big part of the work, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but we you don't have know. Them, but they all have to have uh, bowl cuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the because the Primaris law is all kind of still up in the air in a lot of places, and that's definitely one of the ways. Like the Space Wolves, they've still not they've still not commented on like blood claws and stuff. Um, mm. Like there's still load, like the Blade Guard didn't get much of a mention in the Dark Angels book, and they've they, I, <laughs> I'm pretty certain the Tenth Company is now Phobos. Which suggests there's no scouts. What? Phobos and scouts. Because it's Phobos got an unlimited scouts. number of scouts, but at least 100 Phobos now as well. But are they so technically primary scouts in there? So is it just the old oh, first one scout? Yeah, I don't know. Issue, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, a, it's an interesting time. That's a Very disappointing thing about these, like, the new Spacing Codex is that it cut down a bit on the law. Oh, well, like, all, all, yeah. all the codexes have, right? Yeah. Oh, incidentally, I found this out um, like two days ago. You know, in the last codex where it mentioned like the Hell Furies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. As it turns yeah. out, that was the original name for the Eradicators. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, 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 oh, I saw, okay. There was a there was a leak or something at the time where somebody said it. Oh, it's, it's the Melter Squad, but then they were called Eradicators. So that's yeah, it's good to know. Right. Um, I was yeah. just sitting yeah. there waiting for the. Still, I mean, it's, still waiting for Hell Furies to come out. <laughs> it's funny, like every time. <laughs> Every time I read anything Primaris and they they're in a drop pod and I go, oh yeah, Hang on, that's it. <laughs> the fuck are your that's drop pods? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's really weird, isn't it? The thing that they don't have drop pods because they're such a cool yeah. part of Space Marines. It's funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, big da- big daddy oh, cool goodness. can make a machine with literally three thousand guns on it that floats about on anti gravity plates, but he can't add two foot to the top of a drop pod so that they can get in it. All right? Well, you say that Adam. there are limitations. The upgrade sprue for the Black Templars has added another gun onto the Repulsor Executioner. <laughs> That's true. Has it? That is true. Actually, it's got a yeah, multi-melter. It's got the multi-melter. <laughs> yeah. That's, I was, I, that really interests me because that is such an old Warhammer thing to do. To be like, this this chapter gets this specific upgrade. I thought I thought Primaris would standardise everything way more. But to say that just <laughs> Black Templars get more, that's oh, quite that's really that's- cool, isn't it? Yeah. I, hope, yeah. I, I like, hope it isn't just Black Templars because I want to have 
I don't know, the, the personality of those things is interesting, there. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's cool though, isn't it? I think I'm, I'm tempted to buy mm. it, to be honest, the, the the box, because I'll take a Redemptor and just the other, just the, the others aren't, you know, there are bits of Black Templar symbols on them. You can cut them off. Um, like the rest of it is just a load of, load of guys in robes and I'll take those every day. I'm going to get it just because, yeah. you True. Know, play God. Um, I mean, so this is the I funny mean, thing as well. Talking about this Black Templar tutorial I've been making, I finally finished the last bits of filming it's just got to be put together then it's okay. done so we're looking at maybe next week i don't hey. I, that doesn't excite me at all yeah like, i'll believe that's <laughs> it at this point it's <laughs> that that there'll be a third round of black templars models um <laughs> like you know secondus marines and they'll be even bigger secondus like, marines yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. higher 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 but, marshall helbert yeah. yeah literally but yeah like, so like i codex <laughs> finishing off my my hobby progress like that was the other big thing finishing off the uh the black templar like filming for this tutorial and then also like because i've obviously painted all of my uh, all my list for lgt i have kind of like this competition going on at the moment with helena um who's on the last podcast she got you know how you go into games workshop and they give you like a free stormcast eternal model mm-hmm. to be like here is your first model you should go paint this um so Buy we kind stuff. of decided to <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> so she got one and then gave a spare one to me and she was just like well why don't we paint one each in our style and then put it on instagram and see whose is more popular so that's the other thing i've been doing instead of lysander painting uh painting this guy I don't know if you yeah. can see him on there on the screen. Oh, is he one of the new ones? Yeah, one of the yeah. big new ones. They are massive, like taller than custodies. Like okay. huge. Oh, cool. I've got yeah. A lot. Do I need to actually Alex, 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 I'm you all the law reasons why that is wrong. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bullshit, is what it is. No, what I was going to say, actually, um, uh, hey, it's silver, silver paints, right? I am not yeah, getting that wrong. Sorry, I wasn't, again, I wasn't on the last episode due to work and other commitments um but what you said uh, she actually dropped into uh the friday show uh, that happens on a thursday for some reason uh that josh <laughs> and i try and do on instagram um and um again with me frantically painting stuff for lgt and uh, she has also done a very very cool um uh harlequin uh, and the style in which she's done it with the various different mm. patterns on it is is really cool i can't remember that forgive me if if you're listening i, don't, I can't remember the style because there is a name for it that you you told me to that, you, that it's done, but it reminded me a lot of um, and I, I said this on the stream. It reminded me a lot of uh, the Japanese artist Yayoi Kusama, who does all the like. She's famous for having the big like. She has makes these big sculptures of um, weirdly enough of like pumpkins and uh, like marrows in Japan with all like dots and patterns all over them. And they're all very brightly coloured. It just looks really 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 cool. Um, so go you know by all means go go to Instagram uh, check her out if you haven't already and and, and check out the Harlequin because I'm, I'm I was a big fan. I am a big fan. Uh, of that oh i just i just looked up the artist you were talking about yeah I yeah totally see it. you know do you know what i mean right because it's that yeah. like bright pattern with the dots all over it and all the stripes mm. i'll tell you what actually helena helena does does something that i've not ever seen another hobbyist do before paint she paints really any well model. <laughs> well yeah she paints really well for a start but also she does something that's actually like fascinating she makes a mood board of like interesting concepts and patterns and things that she wants to use in an upcoming color scheme and she uses that as a way of planning what she's going to paint and it's like the initial stage of putting her thoughts and ideas together and i thought that was genius 
See, I'm now it's looking at my models, and I'm like, what? Me- I mean, all my stuff's like black. I'm looking at ne- Necrons, where they're like goldy <laughs> dark. I've got purple guys. I've got black and red guys. What's my mood? Angry. Uh, <laughs> I look very grumpy. I, th- I think that's the kind of the difference between us as like army painters, and her as more of like a more of like a miniature painter, if that makes sense. Because like she's cool. Just call her better than us, Gripster. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking better than me. It's annoying. Hmm. Right. After four models. But, uh, yeah. No. Um, yeah. Okay, we can, we can continue. I was going to say something else, but fuck it. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I, I was, what? What? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I've, I've now lost where I am. <laughs> no shit. I mean, the only thing I was going to say is, so for this model that I'm painting, uh, oh, the yeah, Stormcast, yeah. for this competition with her, um, I thought I'd try something that I kind of want, have always wanted to replicate on some custodies. Um, have you guys ever heard of these alcohol-based metallic paints yeah yeah you, you yeah, just, yeah. Uh, i think you told her oh about yeah, them. You yeah. Told, yeah yeah you told her about them yeah yeah so i think you spoke about so, these with liam actually when we had liam on the podcast I remember yeah because um, he's used <laughs> yeah so he's used them a little bit as well um but i want i wondered if like it could be put through an airbrush because like i thought that could be a really interesting thing to do so i did it um, and that's exactly how I painted this Stormcast. It's gold through oh, an air, cool. like this alcohol gold through this airbrush, um, and then with a layer of uh, Drucci violet and then Agrax on top. And What's it's come Drucci out violet, super. Sorry? Uh, the uh, Drucci violet wash. The game no, the wash. Yeah. And um, so, did you have to mix then, the alcohol paint with anything? Sorry, just quick. Uh, alcohol. You can't thin it with water, so you have to thin it with you, alcohol. When, when you say when you say gold yeah. alcohol paint, did somebody just sell you a bottle of gold schlager for like more than a bottle of gold schlager should cost? And go, yeah, mate, this is this is paint. You can't drink it, but it's definitely paint. Oh yeah, totally. No, so I'm looking at it here. It's Vallejo liquid gold, and I used Ooh, nice. old gold, um, and it's fascinating stuff because like when you open the bottle, it starts to evaporate, and you can see it like bubbling because it's evaporate like it's boiling off because of the alcohol it's really weird this is it shouldn't you be wearing like a mask around (laughs) i'm starting to see a connection Uh, before you went to hospital man i don't think it's because you were talking too much (laughs) yeah i mean maybe it's that too but uh yeah so i put it through this airbrush and it's really really good i can totally see someone painting a whole stormcast army with this stuff because it's amazing send send us a picture but yeah yeah that's really cool that's really cool it's super cool. But yeah, I think that's sort of the extent of uh, my hobby progress there. Cool. So you actually did quite a lot for someone whose army's been painted, so... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the Black Templars video. My hobby progress has been a bit short and sweet. My Grey Knights, I finished um, Sunday, I think, or yesterday. <laughs> just, just the whole Grey Knights army. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, just the small thing, the whole Grey Knights army, yeah. I, I, I was saying I was... Uh, particularly saying to Josh, I was really worried I wasn't going to get it painted in time because I decided after Summer Slaughter to do it, which is like, probably just gave myself around a month to do it. Uh, and yeah, I, I finished with a, a week to spare, so I'm very happy with myself. I just finished with a Oof. rhino. But it's not that difficult yeah. to paint them, to be fair. So that, is a, that is a nice gold cryptster, actually. He just sent the picture to you. Yeah, you'll find that on his Instagram, <laughs> inevitably. It's yes. Just, uh, <laughs> it, it, that, and it, it's a very good gold, I'll give you that, actually. It's cool. You're, um, yeah, I, must say, I must say, uh, Rich, you're... Um, you're... Uh, Drago as or Indominus Captain uh, as mm. Drago. I really like that. That was really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, d- I decided to uh, super nice. I-, I clipped all the shield bits off and then put uh, just random bits on the Grey Knights, like Terminator. But all the random bits I had from all the boxes I had bought, 
just to make him a bit more. Grey how many, game. how many dead demon options do you get in in the Grey Knights? Oh, boxes? That's a, so you get in a strike team, which <laughs> is like a strike team and scepter purifier and purgation squad. You get swords in heads, Swiss army, <laughs> and you get, you get random hands holding heads. So you yeah, probably get about. Cool. One, two, and eternity. But I think you get about four, six in total, and so far the boxes That's I have. Cool, I like yeah. that. Yeah, um, I, I was kind of really limited. Oh, actually, then you do get like random bits of like uh, skeletons and heads and stuff, which is what I I used to stick onto Drago Shield. Uh, to That's cool. The... That's really cool. Brain they they evaporate though, don't they? Demons. They just sort of go. Mm. They just sort of turn into. Yeah, because when you when you unless smell. you kill them in a certain way, they don't die. Die. They kind of go back to the warp and come back, right? Well, they never. Yeah, they never die. They unless you yeah unless you hit them with certain certain types of weapons like, like uh, the Emperor's sword. Drago yeah, like can kill him. Yeah, he's, That's he's like... also has a special. He's got a scout badge. Sword, or he's got a yeah, yeah. He's got a scout badge. Um... I'd imagine that you know he's Cro- got? Crow can do it. He's got a special sword, yeah. Plot plot well, he, has a, he has one of Ed's favourite things, a free up invulnerable save. Spoilers. It's one with Azriel on this one. You know, he actually is um, an absolute weapon. He's so good in combat as well. But really? I mean, he, sh- he should be, because he is... <laughs> Chris, <laughs> how surprised are you that Drago is getting combat? Caldor Drago, mate. Oh, no, yes. sorry. I, I thought we were talking about Callison Crow. I mean, but if he's also a weapon attacks, in combat, he have one, one or two. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Ka- Caldor Drago's plus he's... four strength, minus four free damage. It's pretty tasty, isn't it? I That's mean, it's not Trajan, is he? Way better. What's Drajan's damage there, Crypto? You can fuck off, is what it is. Oh, and he could do psychic powers. Um, and what can uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that's that's uh, been my uh, um, that's been my hobby progress. I'd, I'd probably feel like I'm forgetting something, but no, um, I don't know what. I'll oh, actually, I have I have some that I don't know if you'll have done as well, Rich. I think you have. Is Imperium has now started to arrive? Yes. Oh, which is exciting. Um, I'm yeah, it's qu- it's quite fun. I think we've talked about the Battle for Middle Earth magazines a lot on this podcast because I think most of us did them as kids. <laughs> Yeah. And it's it, honestly, I, I feel such nostalgia. My mum used to come home with them, and I honestly, when I saw that that package, I was so happy. So yeah, really enjoying these. You get a lot of free stuff. So it's, yeah. I don't know if it's too late to sign up, but if it, if it's not, sign up for the free stuff. Well, at you, least, can, guys. you can get them in some stores. So um, you know, just randomly for, having magazines. Forbidden about. Planet do it, didn't they? Yeah, they normally do like mm. subscriptions to it. It's also funny yeah, that you mentioned. Like your, your mum in that because um, my dad randomly came upstairs to me the other day while he was watching a cricket and went, "There's this magazine about Warhammer being advertised on Sky Sports Cricket," and I was like, "Is it called, Imp- <laughs> I was like, Is it called Imperium?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Ready on it, mate." <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. I, I swear was... to God, I thought you were going in a different direction with that. Just like, yeah, my dad came upstairs. He was talking about Ed's mum for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on a different, moving on swiftly. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a similar thing actually. So my my girlfriend was visiting family, and of course I I you know regularly have been made fun of um, on family gatherings for being <laughs> a, a massive fucking nerd. And then they came on the TV, and someone went, "Oh, but Ed collects that," and she went, "No, he actually is." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's brilliant! Oh my god, yes. It's of course in the advert. It's like kids. <laughs> it's oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my space wheel army alone. 
Bootled. Uh, no, that's really cool. That's really good. I was going to say we should we should probably briefly. I know it's not hobby progress as such for us. But we should probably briefly talk about that. They're like as well as the Black Templars. Like there's been a lot of new stuff announced. Like because we had Gen Con mm. as well, yeah. and uh, I think Ed and I are both quite excited because in the next sort of kill team uh box that they're doing a bit like octarius um it's tau versus sisters so the tau are getting some new pathfinder models which look really cool actually um and the sisters are getting yet more um uh these novitiates who look to be i don't know like another troops option which is nice because we've only got one uh, or some sort of like scout equivalent, which is quite cool. Um, mm. So I, I mean, I was I I sort of I, again sort of flicking between uh, sort of looking at Warhammer community in my in my lunch break. Um, I saw these and I thought they looked really really cool, uh, and it's like a really good box actually. Yeah, I, I'm. It looks awesome. I'm a big fan of this Pathfinder. I believe it's just an upgrade sprue, but I'm still happy with it. That it's not an old. A lot of the tower range is quite recent, especially. In, in, mm relative to a lot of other factions and the pathfinders especially they're, yeah, they're say, we'll pretty, get pretty from Eldorf, Les. yeah they're pretty good <laughs> models but what i love about it is just to be frank they've just got loads of sci-fi sci stuff on them they've just yeah, got, they do look very they're just they're just covered in in sci-fi gizmos and stuff like that and I, even if it has no impact on the game i one of the things i quite like that's happened with the tower range over the years is it has been there have been like lots and lots of small things which are nods to the fact that the technology improves because of course that's the big difference between Tau and humanity is that their technology improves over time outside of like cool so it's it's quite cool that they're they're the pathfinders have actually upgraded they've got better stuff and quite frankly they're such an important faction sorry it's such an important, uh, important faction that, that'll, get, that'll get you most rolled off players they're such an important <laughs> unit in the yeah. terms of uh in terms of the tau so i really hope that they have a bunch of cool capabilities to help them play the game well when when we get around to the let's hope they can codex, shoot their laser pointer at the same time as their gun because that yeah. would make sense finally yeah. rather than being like i'm yeah. pointing a laser but i won't shoot my I gun i can't find my gun yeah <laughs> it's yeah. it's interesting right they're going down this route of doing these unique um kits almost as 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 kill as kill team uh sorry as kill teams but more importantly obviously retaining that branding for them so what, what i thought was quite cool is obviously they've said that the orc commandos and the krieg guys from the octarius box set that's already come out are going to be available over the next couple of weeks and in the pictures that they showed for that on warhammer community they were in they weren't just in like you know the generic warhammer 40k branded boxes right they were very specifically branded as kill team and but obviously those units are units that you can use mm. in a game of 40k so I, I just quite like that it's like keeping it similar to war cry with aos well on a... yeah, i was gonna say it reminds me a lot of of things like necromunda like you buy your gang and then mm. this is your team that you've got for that game system which i, I, I well, really this, like that i think this has been quite a controversial thing i don't know if this has been confirmed or denied at this point but it looks like the way it's going to work i think it's from some of the wording on Warcom and stuff that now you're going to have um uh like just a squad so tau can only take pathfinders now sisters can only take initiates and that's that's oh. not great for a lot of people oh, because a lot yeah. of people love the idea of building their kill team yeah. no out of bits and it's stuff. um so i so steven box from vanguard tactics name drop um <laughs> is, is like all all about this at the moment he is loving kill team and i thought i spoke with him when we went to um, factorum 
And basically, as far as I'm aware, the way it works is that it's very plug and play. There's no points anymore. It's, yeah. This is your kill team. Exactly. But you yeah. can replace like three Pathfinders with one other model, or you can take out three Gaunts and put in uh, a well, warrior. At least that's something. For example, yeah. that's that's how it's balanced out. Yeah. And the way like they've done that because it really enables proper game balance without you having to True. fuck around with points and stuff. And it is, better, like for, it is better for new players, right, isn't it? And that's what Kill Team oh, is. Oh, yeah. Kill Team is the gateway. Exactly. For Drug. Games, Drug. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I've, I genuinely, I have only heard good things about this Kill Team, aside from from the silly, um, like, shapes they have. Triangle, of... square, hexagon. Yeah. But the hexagon's like yeah. a five. The triangle is like, a th- the triangle isn't the three-inch one, is it? Yeah. It's like, it's like no, some it's weird thing where like, like the shapes that you would think would match the, the, the inches <laughs> yeah. don't. It's, it's weird. Like, apparently it's more to do with the colours than the shape, but like, fucking, I don't know. Yeah, you know what, you know what though, as well? For, for people who, who have like difficulty, cause, you know, some, some people in terms of like just accessibility, right? Some people do mm-hmm. have difficulty like reading, you know, numbers and, and sort of interpreting like inch inch measurements and stuff like that whereas actually like doing it via a sort of very um you know what 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 may appear as quite a simplified system of just you know shape 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 actually Mm. might really help some people and help with accessibility and again as we've always said on this podcast Mm. the more people who play the game the better and as ed says kill team is a gateway drug because once you've got a kill team you're going to go these tower really cool i wonder what a big tower army's like you know what just occurred to me as well? The metric system. The only people who don't use, like, who know what inches are, are Americans and British people. Everyone else is going to be working centimeters. So if you yeah, replace, you, like, three inches with, like, a square, yeah. that, and it, <laughs> so the, the it is, markers it is, that come with the box are actually, they don't have inches. They have all the the, the things instead. Yeah. You know, you know what? That's actually a really, really good point. And I know there's been some sort of debate in the UK. Uh, people who aren't UK listeners, obviously, you won't know this. But there's been some debate in the UK recently about uh, the use of um, uh, imperial, as they're called, measurements, i.e. inches, feet, yards, firkins, fathoms. Huh. Uh, I'm trying to think of the most obscure ones. Hands. Leads. Uh, you can throw in a few wizard names and I think it would make Leads. sense. Gandalfs. <laughs> How yeah. far is six Gandalfs? <laughs> yeah. Six, six, there's there's three three there's uh, three Pippins to a Gandalf and uh, uh-huh. six... six and, two Saramans. <laughs> yeah, two two yeah, Boromir. Well, no, because uh, two Gandalfs is a troll or three Gandalfs is a Balrog, <laughs> but two and a half Saramans is a Balrog because he was a bit taller. So... <laughs> I thought these was like these are uh, like measurements of power rather than height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know what. Sorry, I don't. Know what I think it's. Think uh, I think it's three arrows to a Boromir as well. Oh, <laughs> oh, you can fuck off! You can oh. fuck off! Too soon. Made us all sad. Ed. well done. So soon, twenty years after the film came out. <laughs> It's still um, too soon. I'm gonna say I did actually thinking about about my thing about naming the sisters. I did see quite a funny, or uh, I thought it's probably gonna fall flat. But what I thought was quite a funny joke this week, where someone said, "Why is it that the hobbits have a slightly sort of like uh, gender, like very a very sort of rude naming system gender wise for their for their children, right? Because if you look at the hobbits, you know they're like meet my feet, meet my my daughters, you know Marigold, 
Celeste. Like, they've all got quite nice names. And then it's like, meet my sons, Bongo, Chungus, and Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> It's true. It's true. (laughs) Tolkien clearly had it out for the the boy hobbits. (laughs) Turns out Tolkien was a radical feminist the entire time. Exactly. Which is why he had no female characters in most of the books. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no. So yeah, lots of new models. That's quite cool. Let's say that counts as. I mean, I'm going to have to count it as hobby progress. Uh, so I'm going to count that as hobby progress. Looking at new models, looking at new cool kits, well, we, and, and fantasizing about uh, putting them into. We've got Warhammer TV, haven't we? That's that's we could talk we about. We have, yeah. Angel Ooh. Death. I've been in. I mean, I, I know there's been a bit oh. of controversy about Warhammer TV. I know some people have put some videos out for clout on the internet that go Warhammer <laughs> TV. Here's why it sucks. Uh, and then pretend and then spend a while doing videos being like actually i've watched it and it's quite good um but yeah my take on my take on warhammer tv not to be a controversialist was yeah it's all right it's all right it doesn't cost much more than the app that i was already paying for and actually angels of death is good could it have more content yes it could have more content i'd love more content on a more regular release schedule but you know what i'll take my one episode of angels death a week and if that makes me a corporate shill then it's the least of the things that make me a corporate shill so i don't care Dude, so like I, I saw an article on this. Uh, I, I don't know if it was Goonhammer or something, but someone basically said like, yeah, the free model, it's worth it for the model. Because assume you pay like the yearly subscription, that's essentially just the cost of the model by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, exactly. If you're going to exactly. just take it, look at it like that and just say, oh, Warhammer TV is the cool additional add-on. Fuck yeah, I think it's awesome. I have, like, I I've have watching quite, the, yeah. Oh, no, go on, go on, sorry. No, go on. I was gonna say I've been watching the painting tutorials, especially. Oh, well, Louis, so good! Louis, Louis Sugden, oh my god! Louise Sugden is a wizard. She's she's a wizard of Outrageous. paint. And, yeah, it's just it's she's... it's offensively good. She's amazing. That face, the oh. face, the way she broke down how she did the face. I was looking at her going, "What? <laughs> You're explaining to yeah. me? Literally, like, what? <laughs> like, like it's you know when you discover like that match you had against um, uh, uh, Rich, that match you had against uh, what's his face, Boris." When you were just like, oh my god, he was thinking four turns ahead and then three games ahead to where he wanted to be. That's like this for painting. Yeah. Like, that extra level you didn't know existed. And now you're finding out exists and you're like, holy shit. It's like when, always, so, when people yeah. say about like thin layers, right? It's, I've always had hmm. that thing in my head going, why am I going to sit there for 20 minutes doing the same thin layer over and over and over again? <laughs> you you want to be careful, mate. Like, you, I know he's... You gotta be careful, mate. I know he's not with GW anymore, but if you keep mentioning thin layers or thin coats, you actually—if you say it five times <laughs> in a mirror—you <laughs> summon Duncan Rhodes, and it'll kill you with a paintbrush. Yeah. Uh, I lost what I was saying. Yeah, the thin layers. Like I, when people say, like, do it, it really helps, and then you know, it, it, it makes it, it means you don't ruin a detail section. I'm, it's always part of me going, yeah, I'll do it, and then I'm like, oh, I could just do it thicker, and it'll be quicker. And then when I watched her tutorial doing it, it was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, why I understand. That's why I can't. Paint a, that's why I can't paint a face. Um, I like. I like it. And yeah. actually, just going on from Warhammer TV as well. Oh my God! That latest episode of um, the Blood Angels thing. Oh, it's Angels worth it just for yeah, that. Holy yeah. shit! I'm really man. enjoying that. Yeah. It was really cool. It was really but very cool. It's nice I've, though. I've, it's I've, nice that they've done this. Where for once, the Gene Stealer Colts are the good guys. You know, like, these, these just come in, right? And the Gene Stealer Cults just minding their own business. Uh, and then the rude space marines just rock up 
think they own the joints. Out of order, out of order. Good on the team. They're rooting for different people. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, with the old jeans to the cops. Famously, good guys do keep giant their giant mutant cousins trained in the basement. So, yeah, that's that's normal. I mean, the blood only was let the mutant cousins run around. You make a fair argument. I have no rebuttal. I'll tell you what, though. Like, I... I, this isn't gonna. This isn't a spoiler for this episode, but I've never heard a space marine talk about his emotions like that before. Well, look, look, hang coming on a from let's, a blood let's, angel, especially. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, listeners, if you have not seen Angels of Death, we're going <laughs> to say right now, latest episode, because maybe we'll maybe this is something yeah. we'll build in. Maybe we'll build in a review feature because obviously this is a big deal in the community. Maybe we'll talk about mm. this in our in our episode. So, I'm just going to say spoiler warning: if you haven't seen the latest episode yeah. of Angels of Death, stop watching. Oh, sorry, stop listening, uh, as we're going to talk about it in five, four, three, two, Actually, wait, one. Hang on. Uh, oh. Rich, you're going to edit this, so then put in the edit, like, and now I'm not talking about this anymore or something. I'll give you more fucking words to do it. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> so, also, I, in, terms of spo- in terms of spoilers, right, and to clarify, they haven't finished the series, but I'm going to throw out there, I reckon the Blood Angels will win this one. <laughs> you might be right there. But you know what? It's Aaron Dembski Bowden, so they might just not. True. You, you know yeah, what? No, one, yeah, no yeah. one will win. <laughs> well, yeah, so we, we can talk yeah. about it now. One, one thing I will say, I very much enjoyed the appearance of everyone's favourite chief librarian of the Blood Angels. Oh, that's what but I was excited they, about. Oh my God, yeah. They did I, get his voice That came out of nowhere. They, I lost because my it, shit. It was, it was a bit surprising because they they obviously they've used uh, Toby Longworth who has the voice of God. Uh, you know he's up there with Morgan Freeman as far as I'm concerned in terms of voice voice acting legends, uh, especially if you're a Warhammer fan. Uh, he is doing the voice. He's doing the voice of, of the lead character, I believe. Um, so obviously I was expecting that the audiobooks would carry across, and in some ways it's a good thing they didn't carry across the audiobook voice of Mephiston. Uh, but in other ways, I did miss <laughs> expecting him to walk into camp. I am Mephiston, chief librarian of the Blood Angels. Like a sort of discount. Yeah, that's something skeletal. Josh talks about. That's what oh, Josh yeah. talks about all the time. They always give Mephiston. They're like, oh, yes, I am Mephiston. Ah, what you gotta <laughs> do is uh, watch for the blood, see? Like, he sounds like a Marx brother quite a lot of the time. It's quite he, funny. He was, I don't want to find him, like, really creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, but he's supposed so, to be. Yeah, yeah he's a... Yeah, Lord he, of I mean, Death's not, like, a family-friendly uh, yeah, name. And, and was, is, is he, this is him pre-Primaris, I take it. Uh, this is how much of that Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so. is pre, pri, yeah. pre-Primaris. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no Primaris in this. It's less to well. render. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slightly smaller shoulder pads. Uh, no, they've... Um, they Yeah, they, they did a really good job of it. And it was quite funny you mentioned, <laughs> is, he, is he meant to be creepy? And, and Ed's right, you know, he is, because he is, he's, he's he is the Lord of Death, right? But, so my, my other half has been watching uh, Aims of Death with me as it's been coming out. And she went... Oh, he, he's a lot like a bad guy. And I was like, yeah, well, there's, no, there's, no, there's no good guys. And she went, yeah, but like, he's a lot like a bad guy. So maybe she's on the side of the gene stealer cult, so you never know. He is, uh, Mephiston is just, every book I've read, he's just a creepy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I love the fact that he's like, his, he knows his armourer wants to kill himself, but he's just like, nah, <laughs> you're not going to do that. Yeah, I think... I can't remember if it was you that said this the other day, Quipster. Uh, it might have been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I apologize if you did. But, like, uh, it's really made me think. The funny thing about this is how, like, the chaplain is, like, the normal one. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. the chaplain yeah, is, like, yeah, the yeah, most yeah. normal out of all the of them. He's, like, actually a, a good reason. guy. <laughs> like, yeah. when has that ever been the case? What the fuck? 
Yeah, when when he wasn't just like a raging nutcase, I was like, hang on, what's what's going on here? I also have a question. Yeah, he's actually guys. like a good guy. Although, what, was, okay. what was the thing that came out at the end? Like, what was the big thing that they were all fighting? Oh, it was aberrant, wasn't it? Those are, those yeah. are 30, 35 points worth of aberrance, my friend. Just when that first marine goes down because he gets punched across the thing, you're just like, holy Ooh. shit, why are GC Nicole's this good on the table? I mean, he did, he, did, he did peer into a tunnel, which is never a good idea. Have anyone yeah. seen Alien? Yeah, yeah, no, that's... When there's two that is Legos, literally 101. <laughs> Um, yeah. Although I must say the Chaplin did also have my one of my favourite moments of the series thus far. I can't remember if it was the latest episode or the episode before, possibly the episode before. Where he just quite literally there was a bit where they just had one of these like you know sort of cult member soldiers just kind of knocking around near a wall, and then he just came through the wall like the Kool Aid Man, going "Purge the heretic, burn the Zenos." I, I was like, "Oh man, the Kool Aid adverts would have been so much better if he'd have done that." Blood Angels. But I'll tell you what, though, like the the linchpin of that whole episode, and I think the series up to this point now has been the Death Watch guy, who just like basically breaking down with emotion, just like how could you have abandoned me when I needed you? Like yeah. when he says that, you're just like, oh god, I'm feeling a, a lot of feels right now. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's <laughs> it's really like it, how when was the uh, when was the last time you ever heard a Space Marine? talk like that about his emotions yeah it was like, it was kind of cool yeah you, you don't really it's, i just i loved it well it also like, just the seeing, seeing time, the visualization of the black rage as well like seeing mm. the visualization of the black mm. rage on screen and that that like you know descent into madness like that is clearly a big theme of the the series and you know that's what the chat with mephiston was about there's the, obviously the chat with the the you know reasonable chaplain reasonable charlie um uh from from earlier episodes as well so it, it obviously is very much a theme theme of the series and that kind of balance between you know the 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 madness the rage the anger um and um you know the 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 sort of the the, the blood angels virtues and the space marine and and yeah. being a sort of co- and, and that's a huge theme of all the blood angels books you know when you look at the you look at dante when you look at um uh the um what's it called devastation of baal you read those books like that comes up time and time and time again so it's Even actually the really cool trilogy, which is weird yeah exactly so dark which one? And stuff. the mephiston trilogy he comes across really dark but what keeps him in the light is the the blood angels kind of virtues even though he's so go, go paint something do some cross stitch you'll be all right yeah he's so conflicted <laughs> um yeah. what do you think of the ship mistress Oh, she's sick. She's I love fucking her. Badass. <laughs> she's cool, but the issue is, and I okay. So I've been watching uh, Hell's Reach as well, which is done by the same guy. Yeah. Um, on YouTube with uh, with my friend Raf, because he's going to Black Templars, and I did actually notice in Hell's Reach as well. If you really look at when they the characters talk, they still do the weird mouth movement thing, um, because he hasn't. It's not like properly synced up to. It's like motion capture what they've done to get the mouse movements for, um, okay. for, yeah, for the I animation. Mean, it mean, looks a know, little bit weird, but it ain't, it's it fine. Ain't a like, it's, but... it's fine. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I, I, no, I was going to say, I mean, I, and again, this goes back to, sorry, my slightly snarky thing about all the, you know, fucking YouTubers for clout, you know. Ah, here's my <laughs> Warhammer Plus is bringing down the hobby. 
videos that, that ever appeared, right? And obviously, everyone, nobody's allowed their own opinion on, on Warhammer Plus. It's, you know, whatever you like. Mm. But some of it... I didn't know Mephiston did one of those. That's good. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Mephiston was being a sick Warhammer YouTuber. He, he was, wasn't happy about it because I gave him the wrong voice. Uh, no, but yeah, that, that kind of thing. And... Um, and 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 one of the one of the comments I've seen knocking about, which I just think is just such nonsense, is like, well, it's not a starties, and it's like, well, no, it's not a starties, and not everything is going to be a starties, and if everything was a starties, you'd well, be wanting something helmets, more. To be fair. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, in terms of, and that was well, that, no, but I saw that as a response to someone. Someone said, well, it's, you know, it's not a starties for the animation, making your point about, yeah, some of the animation is, is not as clean as it could be, right, as it potentially could be. Hmm. And then someone said about the voice acting, and then someone just replied very accurately, as you say. Ed was like, well, they didn't, they didn't, there was no dialogue in Astartes, right? The only bit of dialogue in yeah. Astartes was the incredibly distorted alien yeah. giant flying testicle thing, right? That they <laughs> that they were trying to put into a chastity cage, mm. you know, and it all went a bit, um, you know, a bit wrong. So the the, mm. the 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 idea that they're comparable, and and you know what, I I will guarantee you money, and actually jo- Josh and I, our friend Josh Warhipster, have talked about this. I'll guarantee you money if Astartes had had lots of dialogue in it right as great as the animation was good doing film quality like hollywood level dialogue is incredibly difficult and it instantly would have made it not as good because you would have had one space marine who would have been like hello my name is jeffrey and i'm a space marine you know just it just inevitably like wouldn't have wouldn't have been as good and it would have brought the whole thing down so actually you know stop fucking complaining like you're getting a really good and it's got James Dillacolts in it. And it's, I, and it's, it's an animation style. It's, it's, they've, they've chosen it to be different in that way. So you just, hmm. it's very... Um, yeah. It's I like the Hammer, I like the the hammer and Bolter stuff as well. Like The Hammer That's and Bolter stuff reminded me a lot of the oh. Animatrix. And I'm looking forward to some new, new ones of those as and when they come out. So I've got two things about this as well. So number one, my favourite thing on just all of Warhammer Plus so far is mm-hmm. the Orc Hammer and Bolter yeah. one. Because it is genius. And the soundtrack is so good. I love it. But I will say, sort of going back to the um, the, blood, the Angels of Death thing, um, it's, I just see like the, the facial animation thing as just a limitation of the technology that he's using. And I don't think it detracts no, at all I don't think, I don't think from the experience really of watching right. it. I think, I think it works really well. And the times where it like, might stand out, he cuts around it really, really well. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that. But, I mean, it's so good. And I would recommend like Warhammer Plus to anyone. But yeah, I can't wait to see what the new Hammer and Bolter stuff is going to be. We, you know what? Mm. We're, all, we're, all talk, we're all talking about it and we're all interested in the story. On Angel's Death, just on, and mm. not on Hammer and Bolter. We're all interested in the story. We all want to see where it goes. You never know. Ed, your faith in the forearm emperor seems pretty flipping lacking misplaced right they <laughs> might win they might win you never know believe um so yeah we all we kind of all want to see what happens we all want to see where where the story goes right shook so his head. That is- <laughs> <laughs> not, even, not even on muting <laughs> no i'm not even going to address that comment <laughs> but ed are you are you happy with the the way that i guess the way the gene is looking at it does anything yeah, oh, so, really portrayed. yeah, so much. I mean, you, like, this is the thing, you, you know, it might surprise people, but I, I don't play GSC because I want them to win. <laughs> like, I, I don't want them to win the stories and stuff. Yeah. Everybody knows that the Dark Angels really are, you know, my boys. But, <laughs> like, the thing is, they're, they're, just, they're just delightfully creepy and gribbly, and they are, they're a threat 
in the in the in the that story, which is also a across. big deal. Yeah, it, it, you know, yeah. There, there's a lot of them, but it's not just like, oh yeah, there were a hundred thousand genes to the cults, and that's the only reason he died. You know, it's like actually there's tactics in it, and there's it explain. Yeah, you can see how they've gotten into the political system very clearly. The Primus in it is is pretty like, you know, he's so creepy. And yeah, uh, he is. He is proper. Quipster creepy. mentioned the aberrants earlier, like really cool. Like really cool idea to have them like chained underground, and the models do have chains on them, so it does it does kind of fit. Yeah. But oh, um, okay. actually, fun thing yeah. about them, they don't. I don't. I think law wise in the codex, it says they're not entirely sure how they're made. Um, they think it's like <laughs> they. Yeah, I think I think they believe that it's like they feed bits of the patriarch to them, but they're not entirely sure about how they why they become the way they become. Well, I thought it was quite cool in the in the in the, the show where he was like, "Yeah, you're imperfect, and you know, some in the cult would want to see you basically not allowed to join our glorious revolution of getting turned into soup." Um, but I think you're actually, you know, even in what he says, he says something like, "Even in imperfection, there is divinity." It was a great line, um, and uh, yeah, did they, you know, I thought it was cool to see that that dynamic explained as well. And again, as you say, so they're not just these like generic kind of like. We're going to take over the world, bad guys, right? They were, then, they were yeah. actually quite interesting. They're also not like obviously it is the Blood Angels' story, but I do also really like in in this in this series that they're not just something for the Blood Angels to kill. Like you, mm. you are getting this bit of insight yeah. into how the Genius Silico operates. Um, we haven't seen like much of the the Magus in this. Um, in this story we haven't seen anything at all of the patriarch and this is exactly what you'd want to happen like so i don't know um how clear this is but we also haven't seen many actual gene stealers because it's like we've been going through mm. the cycles and then it will end up with us hitting seeing a wave of pure strains and the the patriarch one would assume at least they um, mentioned the I, body didn't they they said it's a pure strain body and i was yeah. like Ooh. yeah but there's only that one yeah but it's yeah. it's interesting as well like i really like the way that they're characterizing the gene stealer cults is this like super underground entity because like the blood angels aren't like could have just passed through the system and just not have known they were there yeah it's only by accident that they were found and i think that's kind of like a genius and the way the death watch guy is using all his experience from it to like inform everyone also i think it's really cool yeah yeah i'm I'm a massive i'm a massive fan of of the tech marine as well (laughs) he's uh He's he's another he's another kind of great character, and he has a very sassy line, where um, I think he said something he says to the shipmistress when he's sort of fighting on the on the the docking clamp bit, and he says something like, um, you know, we've 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 been boarded, shipmistress, and she just turns around and goes, yes, I had noticed. <laughs> Which I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, quite, I, I just quite enjoyed. Um, I think maybe maybe she says it the other way round. Like it's either way, one of them says the other. You know, we. We, we appear to have been bored in. They're like, yes, yeah, so we had noticed. Um, yeah, it's, I it's think it's going to be really good to see her come into her own as well because we already did see the preview of like her fighting like other ships in the strike cruiser. I I can't wait yeah, to see like her. a full on yeah. high fleet. Yeah, Handles it's going to be it's going to be yeah, cool. Exactly. It's going to be cool. Um, so yeah, that's our that's our review of the latest episode of Angels of Death. Forward slash in a, uh, hammer and bolt. Fucking it. sick. So if, you, if you've tuned out for the last like twenty odd minutes, then yeah. tune back in <laughs> now. <laughs> so LGT, um, how is everybody <laughs> thinking uh, with? Should we talk about a bit like Invitational? I know Sandman did an absolutely brilliant video yeah. breaking down the matchup. Yeah, so, very nice, very nice. Um, 
rather than us kind of going in depth on that and uh, we'll just say go watch yeah, Sandman it is really TV. good isn't it yeah. yeah I'm not gonna lie uh, <laughs> AJ was brilliant it shame about the other guy um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is, is, is any kind of like matchups that really stand out to you guys so uh, Ed, Ed I, know uh, you, I know what you're gonna say about there's a particular game I think I know what you're gonna say so I'll come to you last because I think it's the same game I'm really interested in so um, Alex start with you is there any game you're really I interested mean, in yeah, I mean, obviously for me, it's got to be the Custodies. Like, because there's only one Custodies list in the Invitational. Oh, and... yeah. Oh, God, what are you going to say? Well, I was going to say, actually, so all... Uh, there's something I didn't say in the video, but all four matchups are very cool and for very different reasons on Friday. So, mm. like, just briefly. So, the first one is Manny and Mikey. Very obviously, that's a YouTube oh, clash. That's never yeah. not going to be that's funny be and interesting. You know, we hope there's going to be some good banter there thrown around, you know, obviously in good jest. Then we have uh, the Custodians match, which is Alan Perkins versus Nassim um, Foucane. I believe that's how you say his last name. I apologize if it's not. And that's really cool because that is, they were both in the final of the London Open a few months ago and they're on the same mm. team even. So th again, that's a really good matchup. Then we have uh, Al Alex. Am I right? Uh, and it's, it's James Ramsey versus the people Andrew, champion Andrew Weller. Yeah. Andrew Weller. So Black Tech and, first Tower. Andrew Weller is uh, like by all accounts an amazing dude, and he's raised loads of money for charity doing Warhammer stuff. So you might already have heard his name. Um, and uh, he's against um, James Ramsey. James Ramsey, yeah, and James Templars. Ramsey has got the Black Templars. Really, it's a really, really cool yeah. list. And so matchup really, wise, uh, yeah. And then the last one uh, is curious. is like the meta matchup because it is of course Jukari versus Admech. So every all of the matchups are going to be really good. I think all of these are going to be streamed. You can find the link on I think the LGT mm. page. It's going to be a really good tournament. Like I think all of those matchups will be worth watching. Mm, Dude, I'll tell you what. The two that I'm looking most forward to now that I'm looking at the list properly are Custodies, obviously, because <laughs> as a Custodies player, I want to see like how it does. Kind of reminds me of... T-shirt coming um, near you soon. <laughs> yeah, literally. But the other one I'm looking at and I'm fascinated by, because it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever, is Pardo's list. What the fuck is going on there? Pardo's it's just not like there. 40 pa pa yeah. Pardo's been replaced by the people's champ, who's uh, Andrew Weller. The oh, shit. Oh, God. That's yeah, so, so annoying because Pardo's yeah. list is mental. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, Andrew's gone for uh, Andrew's gone for Tower, isn't he? So there's, there's, there's no Tyranids, unfortunately. And I agree. Like, Steve, Steve, oh. Steve's list, Steve Pardo's list is, is quite cool. It's very, I mean, it, you know, you can see it. It's available. Uh, the, 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 the lists obviously are out there. And, you know, do watch... Um, Ed, did you did you cover Steve's list in your your in your your video? No, uh, no, we didn't. We right recorded after. So I couldn't remember. Um, yeah, yeah. So so so, so yeah, do do check it out. But it's for people who don't know. I mean, I, I can give a very brief rundown of it now. It's it's basically a Hive Fleet Kraken uh, battalion led by two Broodlords. Uh, you've then got um, what one, two, three, four, five. Six units of gene stealers, five of fifteen gene stealers, one of sixteen gene stealers, five hive guard, and two exocrines. So it's very, it's like very, you know, air quotes basic as far as uh, as far as it goes. But it would have been cool to see it on the table because there's like a lot of shooting there as well as a lot of very speedy, killy 
uh, Tyranids in the Kraken, uh, you know, being being a Kraken battalion uh, with all those gene stealers and those broodlords. So I think it would have been an interesting list to see play. But nonetheless, unfortunately, uh, it is it is no longer part of the Invitational. But I think the Tower list as well will also be an interesting one to watch. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Who, who's everyone's pick for winning the Invitational? Oh, go big. Uh, it, okay, I think it really depends on who wins with uh manny and mikey's list um i think they will be in the semi-final final like one of them will but not both obviously i think i think malik will be in the final i it would be cool to be Ooh. wrong but i think it's very likely because i think the despite the fact that you carry up statistically the better army i think mm. statistically as well admic do better in that specific matchup so I do think actually that Malik will win that one, and then of course Admech are. Um, in fact, so Black Templars. Just a quick shout out to them. I think Art of War they did their faction top faction rankings the other week, and they put Black Templars as in like the top five. Like they think they're that good. Really? But yeah, I, current I, I, Black Templars. Current Black Templars. Yeah. So um, there's some quite cool uh, strats, don't they? Yeah, they have they have some really cool stuff, and so yeah. But I do think the Admech have got that advantage. Because this, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I, I think I think Manic will be in the final, and obviously against Tau as well. Adameka just uh, uh, they do the same thing, <laughs> and Adameka are of course much better. <laughs> so then, yeah, absolutely. Like the Mikey we were saying in the video, the Mikey uh, uh, Manny matchup is the one where first turn is going to be huge, because the thing about Iron Hands yeah. is that in Iron Hands you see a lot of drop pods because you can. Deep strike turn one, and then you don't get the penalty for your heavy weapons, and you reroll one. So, like, Devastators and Drop Pods are really good. And then, of course, Manny has five planes. I believe he's actually gone up to six planes for the main LGD. So, his first turn is just going to be brutal. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely are. brutal. Like, but they can be killed very easily. So I do think I do think Mikey could take it. I think Mikey would be in a really strong position if he goes first. Has he so, put the? Has yeah. he put the? I'm just having a look at the list now. Is he, so he has put the. So he's put the chaff launchers on them by the look of it. So they are a couple of them at least are minus so one. The fuselage. The, yeah, the fuselages have the. So the, the, uh, the fuselage bomber. Yeah, bombs. the fuselage bomber has the command up link, and then the the strato raptors. I don't actually have them in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, so the yeah. Stratoraptors, all of them bar one, I guess, for points, has the, have the chaff launcher. Like, there's a lot of... I mean, I, I yeah, having, having played well, against... So, uh, they're, 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 oh, they're powerful. So the, re the reason you do it that way is because the... So the Admech, the command uplink is an upgrade you, you can take on them, and it basically grants um, data tethers, etc. And yeah. But what the reason it's really good is because there's a stratagem you can use on uh, planes with the uh, command uplink, which uh, can stop an, a unit being affected by auras. auras. So, of course, you put them in the right spot, and, of course, that's huge. I, I believe it's been FAQ to say, like, um, things like bodyguards count as auras and stuff like that. So it, it can be massive. Yeah, course, it's, dro it's... Drones or auras, like, these kind of matchups, it's really big. Yeah, that's an, that's a, that's an LGT FAQ, isn't it? That they've said that, that bodyguards' abilities are counted as aura abilities, aren't they? Yeah, and that, that will yeah. be why someone asked that question. That would have been... And he found somebody's end because they were like, oh, "I want to use my uh, fuselage like this." My uh, admech uh, need even more help killing yeah. everything on the board. Uh, can I? <laughs> Not that I'm salty. No, uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, an, it's an interesting rule. It'd be interesting to see if, if GW go that yeah. way with, with stuff like the uh, rules. But I, I'm going to go with uh, 
Nassim, I think, to win it. Because okay. I really? like I like his list a lot uh, as in terms of like if I was to do Iron Hands. And it's one of the things that's really cool about the Iron Hands lists, and I think most of them you'll see in the tournament have got this, is they all take like they're all successes and they all take successor traits to boost their combat, which is really cool because now you've got Iron Hands that yeah. hit a bit harder. And also just makes you he's makes got, them good at as much of the game as possible, right? He's got four so, heroes yeah. on Whirlwind of Rage, which is hit plus one to hit when you charge and then exploding sixes, right? That is that is yeah. it. Yeah, they yeah. don't they don't stack. It's, I mean, it's not as unmodified sixes, but yeah. um, it is still very very good. And it's a lot. I'm yeah. gonna yeah, it's cool. I'm gonna possibly cause some drama. Uh, I want uh, Alan's list to beat Nassim <laughs> specifically just because Nassim's been talking a bit of shit in the custodies WhatsApp group today. Why like, <laughs> so poetic justice? I want him. To, I want us to be beaten by custodies. <laughs> so somebody told me that. I think I think AJ mentioned this to me. I think uh, Alan beat Nassim in the final of the London Open by one point. Oh, wow. oh that's going to yeah. be a game. Oh, it's to the watch, grudge match. That's, that's going to be a game. To oh, watch. I want to see that one. Yeah. So I think that's all four it... of these matchups are going to be very, very good. I mean, this is the thing. Yeah, like, they're, they're all super interesting. Mm. It's this super high level of competitive play that's so interesting to to watch because it's at that kind of stage where you're just like. I don't know what where these decisions are coming from. Like for me anyway. Like what? in like certain bits of list building. My heart like, wants black temp. Well the other where is that the, going? Well the the other the other interesting thing, like looking at Nassim's list as well, is that you know, and, and, and I don't know the other the other Iron Hands list for I guess it might be the same for Mikey, right? Uh just have a quick look at it. Yeah, yes, it sort of is. No, his less so. It it it's very much first gen Marines, right? Like, yeah, like you, you look at, like you look at, you look at these lists, and obviously they're, they're, you know, the, as Ed says, the whole devastated marines in a drop pod thing is great, but then just tons of vanguard veterans, you know, and, and company veterans. Mm. I mean, you've got in terms of like Primaris or like recent release units, right? You've got an Eliminator squad, uh, a Redemptor Dreadnought, a uh, oh, it's a Tech Marine. I don't think it's a Primaris Tech Marine, but I would have to check because it's only 70 points, so mm. I'm guessing it's not. Uh, an Eliminator Squad, another one, another Redemptor Dreadnought, and a Primaris Lieutenant and an Infiltrator Squad. Primaris yeah. Lieutenant, sorry, I'm turning on the He's got no Blade Guard. No. Mikey has Blade Guard, I think. But other than that, there's that. Yeah, Mikey, Mikey yeah. Has, has, a, has a bunch of Blade Guards, uh, and he's also oh, got some... Some yeah, he's got some some suppressors, some incursors, uh, and two Invicta tactical warsaws. Invicta tactical <laughs> warsaws. I can't talk. Invicta tactical warsuits. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's also got a he's also got a Sicarian tank, which I quite like. What does a Sicarian mm, do? Such a weird I choice. There's I mean, a couple of types. So the, the, this is the one that has ignoring line of sight shooting. Oh, okay. So he's he's it's going to be very helpful if he wins that game and he does play Nassim. Because he will of course, be the same as a Redemptor. To, to kill those um, uh, company veterans. So it's mm. yeah, pretty cool. Like I think one of the staples of this list, uh, of the oh, every Iron Hands army you see, is going to be the character Dreadnought. So if you're not familiar with the Iron Hands book, the Iron Hands have a stratagem where they can make a, a, a Dreadnought a character. And obviously, so that means if they're under 10 wounds, they can't be shot. You can also give them a Warlord trait. And one of the... Uh, Iron Hands Warlord traits is just sixes explode, yeah. and uh, Contemptor has uh, you know sixteen plus two crack crack missile shots, 
if they fancy it with sixes exploding they're just very very good and of course if you then by company veterans and company veterans have that bodyguard rule so then they just can't be shot at all um mm, even if you're closest to them so that's <laughs> why you need that hate the bodyguard yeah and again with those invictors that's why that first turn is going to be huge manny doesn't have a lot of screening he can move the ranges like three inches i think at the start of the game and that's mm. it yeah he, he hasn't got infiltrators uh, i think malik has got a much more uh msu style army but not massively so he's just he's not gone as hard into the planes Rich, I'm, I'm sitting here painting Celestian Sacrosancts. Can you shut up about the bodyguard rule, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's such a bizarre rule, but yeah, though no, it's it's it's. Uh, I love the Sacrosancts, so I'll let you off. Cheers, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be really, really cool, invitational. But yeah, yeah. Like, I think I'll, I'll look now. Actually, but I, I'm pretty certain that he's got six planes for the main event. Uh, I can look. Because right. what what is interesting about this, and I don't know how much is affected lists, but in theory, uh, you only have to win each game by like one point. It's a lot. So one massive thing about the LGT, if you're not familiar with it, is because there are so many people, there are almost 600 people, and there are only five rounds before they go to the final. There are going to be, I think, it's something like 50 people with five wins and no losses. So you need to be getting Fuck. hundreds on every single game in order to hit, hit the final. And whereas this is very different, of course, because you, you it doesn't matter what you win by. If you just deny them all of their points and you score like 25, you'll still get to the final. So it's, it's a really interesting uh, difference between the two. And of course, yeah, this is because it's the largest tournament, I think, that's ever happened. There's just going to be so many people with five wins and zero losses, so it's going to be uh, only only the best armies that, that get through. Well, except for LVO. No. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. He's got five flyers, Ed. Oh, it is five. Got, Sorry, someone told me it was uh, six. Apologies. Only five. Yeah. The Arc. Only five. Fuselave. So yeah, the Fuselave is the bomber that does the um, that does the. Or you can, I think it's the bomber option, isn't it? That it it, it does like you roll you roll ten dice and on four ups it does mortal wounds. I think. Yeah. Jesus Um, Christ. Yes. I think it's it's a it's a max maximum of ten. I think is what it is. But I think it's still like models and I think vehicles count as six something like that something like that. So it's still reliably like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty nasty. I had it. I had it happen to me a couple yeah. of times in games. It's it's a it's a really, oh, no. really good bomber. Sorry, Rich. Sorry, I yeah. was right. So I was talking about the sorry the main LGT event. Oh, in the main. Oh, sorry, in, in the main the... sorry, no, no. You you are absolutely right. It, it, uh, it's in the in the uh, the Invitational. He's got five. In the main <laughs> the main LGT event, he he's has got, got three fuselaves and three Stratoraptors. So he, he's trying to be nice in the Invitational by taking one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it might because cool. I think he did a tournament the weekend. I saw on the Glasshammer Instagram. So maybe he was just like, "These are really quite good. I'll take another one of them." Or maybe it's a yeah. Maybe it's a case of the uh, this is his best way to get maximum points is just to kill everything i I don't know (laughs) um but yeah and and of course because of points that means he doesn't have models he doesn't have many points for models so because he's got those six planes he can only fit in like a hundred skatari it's of course very expensive um that's that's what we call high quality game design (laughs) from uh from gw's there well done well done lads Um, and lasses that's that's the invitational we're, uh, I guess I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll keeping an eye on the stream. Uh, luckily, I oh no, actually I have to work in the office that day, so I can't be watching uh, Warhammer while I'm working. Um, 
but that, we're all very excited. <laughs> it's okay. Your colleagues don't listen to this yeah, podcast, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Just to repeat, Chris, I I don't watch Warhammer when we're on the meeting call. I don't. Yes. I uh, yeah 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 yeah. I'm just gonna worm my way out of that one. Um and uh, yeah. So the bit the main event the main event. So we've, we've uh, who'd who'd oh, it's a bit of an open a weird question. Who do we think is gonna win it? Someone admit? Someone Drukari? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, are, this we, is, are we okay? This is, are we expecting someone totally new to come out of left field and just like take it like that woman at the tennis competition? Or no. are we, like, <laughs> sorry, 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 by, by that woman at the tennis competition, do you mean Emma Raducanu, yeah, uh, yeah. the 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 absolute superstar of tennis, <laughs> yeah. going not even dropping a set to go through the most impressive things? It's one of the most impressive like, things like I'm done cool. in sport. Like, I'm not even into tennis, and I know, and I watched yeah. the the final bit when she won uh, live of of Ever Edgar. So yes, that woman in the tennis. Yeah, that, Jesus. That woman yeah, is exa- exactly. That's like that's like yeah. one of those things you get in the. That's like one of those things you get in the paper when it's like things that some MP has said in the past to get them in trouble. It's like he just he once described Emma Adekano as quote that woman in the tennis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What well, I listeners, said that it was a magical moment. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if you're you know uh, still 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 watching the listening to the conclave in like ten years time, and Quips is a politician, <laughs> and you scroll back through an episode forty-two or whatever we're on is missing. That, that's yeah, why he's gone, he's gone into anchor and deleted it. <laughs> but also, be more surprising is that Emma Raducanu is going to win the LGT on. that. <laughs> would be amazing. I tell you what is a really interesting thought, though. Uh, uh, in a, mm-hmm. in, a sim, in, a, in an idea of like you know someone who we haven't heard of before coming in and winning it is because of um, TTS. Because there are people out there that have absolutely tons of reps, and I, I know you know not to get into the debate of you know is ex- exactly as good a practice as preparing forty k. I'm, I'm sure Benny Mark said it's not, but at the same time, it's still got a bloody help. Right, oh, and yeah, if you massively. if you've played mm. if you've played like you know, and I'm not, I don't think I'm exaggerating to be like five thousand games of Warhammer of Ninth Edition, and you just haven't done yeah. many tournaments, but you're like you know what the LGT, I'll give it a go, and or maybe it takes you a while to paint your army up or whatever it's going to be, then I don't know, maybe we do get some people and we've just never heard of them. It would be cool. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, this is one of the things that people say about like Nassim, for example, like. Doesn't he have like a thousand reps on TTS or something? Which is one of the reasons he got like so good so quick. That has been said. Yes, I have heard that. Quick one, one, of, one of my games. reasons for backing him. <laughs> okay, yeah. quick is a relative term here, but still. But yeah, like he, everyone knows he's a, like a great player, but it's, a lot of it is TTS. Well, yeah, it means he knows exactly what he's doing in like most matchups. So that even that Admech Jukari mm. matchup, he'll still know like if if it's not a sure win, what his best chance of winning it is. Yeah, and that's yeah. huge. Like yeah. so big. I mean, if you compare that to us, I think between us, maybe we've played 30 games of ninth? Yeah. 40 tops? I've yeah, probably, probably done, with the tournament, because the tournament is five, so I've, pro- I've, probably, done, yeah, I've okay. probably done 15 in total. I yeah. think I've done about 10 or 11. Yeah. I yeah. Think well, with Grey Knights, Rich, yeah. <laughs> I've probably I've done about 20, I reckon. Well, Grey Knights, I've done three... <laughs> <laughs> one of which was with me yeah no four no. yeah yeah i reckon i i'd say i was it's funny cause there was a bit of chat about this in in one of the competitive groups earlier and you know we were saying like one of the things that i just like just haven't really you know apart from summer slaughter as you say it like 
I think I'm on probably about twelve to fifteen games max, like at most, mm. possibly possibly lower than that. I actually, I'd have to, I'd have to count it up. I, I don't know. So it, it is interesting, just like the amount of practice you can get with an army on TTS. Mm. I think it's such a valuable tool, and just, I was quite, yeah, I was quite skeptical of it, right? But I think it's something that certainly, if I want to improve again when I have time, which I just don't at the moment, but when I have time, you know, if I want to improve competitively, I think I will have to look at TTS as a way to just get reps in, you know. Mm. It's it's a big deal. Yeah, no, I agree. But yeah, I don't <laughs> well, know. It... one thing one thing that worried me. So to cut you off, one thing that <laughs> worries me a bit. I was listening to uh, it's Art of War Unbroken. It's a really good podcast uh, where they talk to sort of top players who went like you know four and one or five and one at a tournament and like talk about the game they lost, which I think is really interesting as a, as a way to do it. Right, talk about the game they lost and sort of what they took away from that. And they had John Lennon on there, and he was talking about his uh, his one at the um, uh, was it New Orleans, the one where he was in the final against Richard Siegler. I oh, know it was in Florida. It was the one in Florida, and he was in, in he was up against Richard Siegler in the, the final. Orlando. And he lost Orlando, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he lost it. He lost it by like a point, right? And he had his sister's army, and obviously Siegler had his Metallica Admech. <laughs> it made me it made some, I was like, ah, oh, crap! I've, I've made I've made a mistake here. It's just like, yeah. So you know, with the sisters, uh, obviously an army that you know I love. Um, but he was like, yeah, with the sisters. Um, yeah, my first like you know, ten games. I just got creamed. I just got absolutely destroyed. You really need to get the reps in with them. <laughs> Quite a difficult army to play. And I was like, I was like, I now see where I've gone wrong. <laughs> so, but I was like, well, you know what? We'll get another. We'll get another like five or six games in this weekend. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, getting those getting those reps is so important. Like, it's just such a big deal. Yeah, especially like with just uh, playing the matchups. With uh, you know what? what your army can do against someone else's army, mm. and I'd really, I'd really love to see in terms of like winners. I'd, I, I genuinely would love to see some random list do it, right? Yeah. It's always fun. You know when what that I'd happens. love to see? I want to see G Steeler Colts win just to fuck with everyone. Yeah, Ed. but <laughs> I, I really wanted to follow up with, but not Ed. <laughs> <laughs> there are there, we, we, we have swelled inside. That was one other like that was like a meme I was thinking of of, of making was that. In the one of the quotes from Angels of Death mm. is the Primus going like, "We are many, and they are divided." I was going to screenshot it where he says, "We are many," and then do LGT number of players four. four yeah. <laughs> Wait, course, are there, are there only four GSC players. Yeah, there and are, just to are, put it in perspective, yeah. there are sixty-nine great number Space Marine players. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, I think the, I think, I think of Space like, Marine type, there's like a, almost 200 Space Marine players. Yeah, there's there's, yeah, there's 200 Astartes or Power Armor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course, yeah, Rich. How many for the new codexes actually? If you if you've got the numbers I, there. So I know there's 29 uh, Grey Knight. I can do a quick pivot table if if that's what's needed, guys. But uh, <laughs> I, think, I don't want to brag. Right, sure. <laughs> are there, are there, yeah, aren't they like? Isn't it like roughly the same? I thought it was like about 29 Grey Knights and like 30 or 31,000 suns. Yeah, yeah. From what I thought I, was... I've got a graph, but I don't have these numbers. And I know, I know, like uh, there was a, there was a, there was, there's, I think there's similar numbers of orcs. And I did see a lot of comments, like in the in the London orcs group, that was quite interesting, where people were saying they are they are going to LGT, but they aren't taking their orcs just because they haven't built the army yet. Um, so I know, I think, yeah. I think, uh, I think, uh, Nick, uh, they also your... didn't allow a lot of the new stuff. They didn't allow allow. Oh, they're not using the new codex, are they? Yeah, they're not allowing allowing the new. I models. think they're using the new codex, but you're not allowed to use models that aren't out yet. 
That is correct. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. uh, yeah. okay. I remember because there was there was there I, yeah, was some uh, there was a lot some of their best stuff. Yeah, there were there was some there were yeah. some comments which I thought were quite you know all in jest. Well, I assume they were in jest that were quite funny with people like because mm-hmm. you know the the day the sort of the 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 Sunday that lists had to go in was the day they were like oh yeah you know the 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 kill rig and the um. Beast Boss are out next week, guys, for pre-order. Have fun. And it was like, missed it by a week. <laughs> Which was quite quite amusing, I thought, as a, as a comment. But yeah, I think there is, I think there are quite a few people who would have brought, like, orcs and stuff. Had they, had, were they allowed to take new models slash were those things ready? Um, mm. So I think that that's interesting. There's 36 sisters players. Yeah, so the top yeah. five factions are Space Marines, Shikari... Uh, Necron sister sisters and Death Guard it looks like I think yeah there's loads, ne- loads of Necrons isn't there yeah it's seeing so many like sorted, seeing so many sisters is interesting oh. because of course they're reasonably new range and like a lot of the newest new new stuff is is in there um, it's obviously a very very good army I think that was obviously one of the Art of War's top choices but um, they're obviously quite not the easiest army to collect um, don't, Necrons don't, on the other hand hmm. you'd expect to be there just in terms of you know, if you've bought forty k over the past year and a bit, you've probably, <laughs> you've probably picked up some necrons because yeah. they get thrown in with everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that makes sense there because obviously they're not seen as as a top army at all. I think statistically they're not um, sensational. They're not terrible. They're they're, they're yeah they're around like that fifty percent win rate I think. But um, yeah, I think definitely not a uh, yeah not 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 up there. I'll be interested to see how many people of the Necrons um, have bought, and I guess I could look at the list, so I'm being a bit lazy, uh, have bought Catans. I think that would be quite an interesting one. How many Catans have we got mm. knocking around on the, the table? I it. saw somewhere where they said, so with the Grey Knights, for example, how many uh, uh, <laughs> Dread Knights there are. <laughs> I, would, like, I would also... There I, was I, like I, nearly 100. I'd also like to see a total on how many, how many multi-melter retributors there are. Uh, more than Vowels, out of the 30-odd list, there was, like, because it was on um, Mikey's stream, how, yeah. uh, there was, like, basically, like, four lists that didn't have more than Vowel in it. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got I, more than yeah. I'm not going to lie. Can I, <laughs> can I as well, like, you know, we just talked about Angels of Death and that terrifying new unit, the uh, uh, the Aberrant. Uh, guess guess how many Aberrants are in this tournament, guys? That, you know, central central model the genius we got range <laughs> zero i'm pretty yeah. certain is the, is the answer to that question I'm, 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 I'm gonna double check now i don't think there's a there's a one um, i thought there'd be like one or two in each. oh man like That's how sad so is funny. how sad is that you know just to clarify games workshop in warhammer community of the day you do not need a ninth edition codex to compete i believe was the uh <laughs> the, the their findings and I don't bold. know where they looked for that. As a custodies <laughs> player, I agree with that assessment. Bold, bold statement. Bold <laughs> statement. Um, yeah, custodies country. won the tabletop Titans tournament the other day, by the way. <laughs> they did. To be fair, though, I literally just finished watching that match today. A lot of that was rolls. Was that Bridger? Was that Bridger? Brian got fucked. It was Bridger v Bridger in the uh, final. Yeah, Bridger, <laughs> actually, yeah, Bridger won, I think, six of his seven games. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was mm. it's crazy. And did really well. I mean, I, I watched the, the, those Death Guard <laughs> rolls, and they were just like it, it was just insane. Like it was almost just unfair. Was, was, Brian, was Brian having a bad day? <laughs> Brian was having a very bad day. Yeah. You, you know what is quite quite funny is that 
like and just i don't know it feels very balanced is that of course gray knights and thousand suns there's there's actually a fair chunk but they they've like matched it's like 29 <laughs> yeah. gray knights and thirty thousand suns like the force is balanced <laughs> we can uh they, they can true. all they can all they can all play each other and we can get the psychic nonsense out no, just be just early. be like i i plus one to cast but i plus one to deny we just catch yeah. each other out non-stop so <laughs> in three hours we've done nothing <laughs> <laughs> just believe each other Achieved zero. Bounce off each other. Uh, what else was interesting? To... I think the Grey Knights are favoured in that matchup though, because of the because of the deny. I think the, what Thousands has probably got better shooting, but the Grey Knights have obviously got you know the key to shut down the T Sun's power. Uh, so I'll be interested to see what happens. And the Cabal points can probably give you a bit more consistency of getting some stuff off there, right? Oh yeah, you can you can auto so you can auto cast. You can um you can. Uh, you know, just uh, well, you've, you, uh, there's a few, there's a few toolboxy things we'll that you can do out. with the cabal points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we will definitely have to, <laughs> have to, have to um, test it out. I'll be interested. I mean, I don't know as well how many people are bringing like, uh, and maybe this is one I'll, I'll have a quick look at now. But I, I'd be interested to see how many people are bringing um, uh, Magnus and Morty, say for the Death Guard as well. Uh, so let's just, I'm just going to see if I can fiddle around with this spreadsheet. So I'll have a quick look at Death Guards. And there's obviously quite a few of those. Uh, what we got? That's, can I... I mean, going back to this as well, like, I remember the last LVO that happened, they did this kind of analysis and they looked at, and this was when Iron Hands were top of the meta, how many Leviathan Dreads were brought to the last LVO. It was something like 2,000 or like... Mm. It was it was something like 800 or something. something so, some ridiculous number. I've got so, five in my list. So if my if my if my if my if my control F function is is working correctly, uh, it says it's saying twenty. Oh, maybe maybe it's not working correctly. Oh shit, maybe I've messed that right up. Um, but it was saying like roughly twenty Mortarians. Wow, that's a lot of Mortarians. Out of how many Death Guard lists? Uh, out of. Oh, actually, hang on. Yeah, hang on. I've I've definitely just. Busted. 21. Oh no, that's Dark Angels. Uh, huh, don't get those confused. Uh, th <laughs> 39 Death Guard lists. So almost okay. half. Well, just over half. Interesting. So, Interesting. Wash, if you've gone, if you've gone Control Left for Mortarian, you'll have picked up Mortarian's Anvil. It's the only thing I can think of, which is a. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Interestingly, Dread Knights. There are. 29 Grey Knights players, but 31 reference. So there are great. There are people who are souping Grey Knights in the tournament. That's weird. Souping with what? I don't know. But I. That's bizarre. I they are. They are. I, mean, I can see it. Yeah, they're they're a lose... good thing to see. In the same way, oh, Thousand I mean, Suns are a good very thing good, to see. But you'd lose yeah. the tides, which are quite mm, good. That's a own. big deal. Yeah. I mean, they, I get I... it with custodies because for souping, you don't lose anything. Um, so you're seeing a lot of Imperium actual custodies lists that have like teched in a bunch of like scions or something. Yeah, I, th uh, I think there's there's also there's there's still and it, I'd be interested. Maybe I'll give it a go in a practice game. But there's also an interesting case for Custodes Sisters soup because you you lose yeah. you lose your miracle dice now, which obviously can be a big deal. But at the same time, you don't get as many miracle dice unless you're playing uh, Sacred Rose. You just don't get as many miracle dice, or or martyred lady to a lesser extent. You don't get as many miracle dice as you've used to, so it, it you don't necessarily have to build. And you probably shouldn't build around miracle dice generation, but you do keep your sacred rights. And if you look at a list like you know John Lennon's, and I think there are quite a few of these in sisters lists in the, in in this tournament, the Ebon Chalice um, order 
is very good because you get double sacred rights, which makes you a really it's got some it's got a good warlord trait and also a very good stratagem as well, which helps. But the double sacred rights thing is is actually really cool. So I think there is room for like an Ebon Chalice and um uh you know Custodes mixed force. I think that would be quite yeah. interesting. And obviously Tank Roberts a while ago, you know, I know it was back a while ago now, he won with the old sisters codex, he won that um uh sort of Hell uh, the Hellstorm Wargaming. Wait, no, it wasn't Hellstorm Wargaming. What was it he won? He won a tournament with Didn't that mix. No, it was Nopen, Las Vegas Nopen. Yeah. yeah, Las Vegas oh, Nopen with the yeah, with the mixed um, or his list won it, right? Which was which yeah. is kind of cool. Wasn't that like seven months ago? That's a long time ago. It, it was about oh January, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time, time ago. Time is weird, man. Because it was it was old. But I was going to say. <laughs> well, I mean, the final frontier. Talking about yeah, <laughs> talking about uh, just quickly the the sisters uh, custodies um, like combining um, soup. Like soup. Uh, the soup, like I can totally see that working, just because even if you lose miracle dice, the reason miracle dice exist, to my mind, is to improve consistency. Yeah. Because you can reliably say, I've got this dice, I'm going to use this. Custodies just have that. Three up in vulnerable save, two up standard save, re-rolls everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. just got the yeah. consistency in the list. No, one exactly. Up, one up save. Yeah, totally. Exactly. No, no, no. Yeah. Hang on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you, think about, you think about the fact you could build, and again, I don't know what this would look like points-wise, because obviously custodies are very expensive. And apologies, listeners, for Alex and I fantasizing about slamming our two armies. Well, I mean, I've got custodies as well, but you know, putting them together and, and seeing what we can hey. do. Adam, the listeners can fantasize us, fantasize about We're us slamming, slamming together. <laughs> I encourage this behavior. I realize on all now. Accounts. I realize now. I worded that very badly. <laughs> no, yeah, you worded the, it the, very well. <laughs> but the, the the you know you think about that, that sort of combination. But like you think about the fact that again you combine that with like Celestian Sacrosancts. Obviously, I'm painting them at the moment, so I'm thinking about them. Two up, four up. You know, pretty good in combat. Like good with you stick the sacred rites on them for the advance for the plus one advance plus one move. Uh, sorry, plus one advance, plus one charge, and also the exploding sixes in combat. They're going to be like a good backup to the custodies as well. Um, you know, there there there's some there's some interesting um, combinations. I think you could you could still pull with adding to covering perhaps the shooting deficiency of the custodies. And all right, I know their combat damage is a bit crap. Um, to be frank, with the D three, <laughs> but you know, it's, they're still very good, and they are, as you said, they are hitting on zoos get a lot of re-rolls for them it's 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 all very consistent get some like nice mobility with them as well well yeah and and you know you can you can you know still yeet some sisters around the board albeit not with miracle dice but you know um <laughs> so yeah this comes comes back to the central question of who do we think is going to win oh yeah i don't know what's like the wacky and and, and ed salmon i think you, you've probably looked at this certainly more than i have like what what's the wackiest list anyone's seen because there's got to be someone who's got some like like i mean even like bellicor i haven't really right? been through it there I've are heard 600 about this, lists this, okay this, uh, some <laughs> okay. land raiders hang on a sec. there's hang quite a, a few land raiders in the tournament i've got right, i've got one go. here i've got All one right. here go on so chaos space marines cool always a good okay. start Two HQ slots, Chaos Lord and Terminator Armor, Master of Executions, <laughs> I believe still doesn't have a <laughs> invulnerable save. So, nope. okay, cool. Uh, one, two, three. Is that, is that five? One, two, three. Four squads of Corn Berserkers. Two squads of Cultists. Uh, some Terminators, Greater Possessed. And some Dark Disciples. Oh, it's Empress Children. For some reason. And um, some Wait, more cultists. Corn berserkers in an Empress Children detachment. 
can you do that? Am I looking at different? Am I looking yeah, at different? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So if you're on the if you're on Google Sheets, when you scroll down Google Sheets, it's yeah. uh, can get a little bit funny. Um, There's a list of free corn lord of skulls. Yeah, I want that list to win. So the, I don't know who's that list. Is. I want that one to win. So one thing I will one thing I will say that is going to be interesting this term. I don't know if people um, know this, but uh, and this is obviously very specific to Drakari, but I think it applies to a lot of armies with with sort of you know models and, and hiding behind terrain. Uh, this because of the terrain layout, because of the terrain rules, you can only hide, and this comes direct from the lovely people over at the Real Space Raiders uh, podcast who were talking about this with Mikey last night in their stream um that you can only hide two raiders at the beginning of the game um on that board at any time there is there are there is only room (laughs) for you to for you to be able to hide two raiders so if you are playing the lgt and somebody says i've got three raiders hidden they shouldn't be able to do that on the board and that's from drakari experts i'm reliably informed you just can't because behind other terrain that isn't because of the, the ones that aren't obscuring stuff that sticks up like the sail because you measure to the hull and the sail is part of the hull for the purposes of Drakari, uh raiders um and ravages i guess um you will still be able to shoot them and again corn lord of skulls another interesting one because obviously they're absolutely massive so so you'll probably be able to hide like one of them turn one that is a that is a good okay. uh, segue onto how does everyone feel about the terrain and their armies specifically? Does that guys does that make you guys happy or not? I'm worried about hiding my my free dread knights. Uh, to be honest, uh, I think I can I can think I can well same with the Jukari. I think I can effectively hide two, and one of them is going to be standing there waving. Uh, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. But, you've got um, you've got an invert you've got an invert save right there. I've a, got an invert. Can't, um, can't you put the one that teleports? <laughs> yeah, so the yeah. one that I probably will leave out in the open will be the one that can have a free up invert once per game, and the one that can just eat himself somewhere. So, yeah, um, <laughs> that's probably what I'll do. It's pr- probably a good shout. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I'm taking a mostly foot based sisters list, um, and it's not it's not tall. They're not tall models particularly. So I mean, the terrain I think works quite well. It, I think it also depends quite a lot on the map, right? So I think that you know, looking at the the missions we're doing, looking at the maps we're we're using. There's a few maps where I sort of look at that and go, okay, I sort of know how I'm going to deploy here, or I've, I've had a little think about how I'm going to deploy and, and where stuff's going to go and what my sort of move would be turn one, uh, depending on my opponent. But then there are some maps, um, and I think one of the big ones, and I, I, I sort of had a practice game with it over the weekend, but this was actually with a Death Guard force, um, is, uh, oh God, I've forgotten the name now, not Vital Intelligence. It's the one where you move the objectives. What is that called? Anyone know? Um... So- Priority targets. Priority targets. Go yeah, on, I Alex. Think I think it is priority targets. Yeah, yeah so I know things. You... I now want it's... you to win the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god, can you imagine? You got, you got to do it, man. The upset. Um, it's the one where, yeah, it's the one where you move the objectives because that that is quite interesting because there is a lot of open ground in that one, like yeah. in terms of in terms of getting on the objectives. Because obviously, I mean, the other the other thing as well, and this was this was interesting listening to to John Lennon talk about the way he sees sisters working like for me as, as trying to sort of think about how i improve my game it seems like look i i don't want to have to go out you know sisters have a lot of killing power right but i don't want to be going out and getting into your half of the board if i don't have to like if i can win the game or reliably win the game by just kind of broadly staying in my half and That's then if you come in my range 
I just murder you before you can do anything. Or yeah. I, you know, fine, I lose an objective, but then I just trade up and just take it back in the next turn and have secondaries that, you know, focus on that sort of thing. I think that that that's an interesting one. I think this this terrain on most of the missions does kind of lend itself to that a little bit. So be interesting. I'll be interested to see I say so, that. I'll probably know, go like I'll probably go like zero and five now, but yeah, hey ho. <laughs> you know what I wanna see? You know what I wanna see? I wanna see all of the like top guys in the scene, so top your Maliks, your Nassims, all all the top dudes. I want all of them to just knock each other out. I want all of them to face each other in like the previous rounds. But not in so a, it not gets in a match where in a they fight. can't. <laughs> yeah, in a fight in a car park, but no, like in in the previous round, so none of them can get the hundreds they need to get to the final. And like it just so happens that me and Ed end up in the final with custodies and gene stealer cults. For no, the lols, that would be quite everyone fun. has to watch. <laughs> everyone has to watch Ed be a much better player than me, but with a much worse army, and watch me just not be that good at the game. <laughs> well, here is it. who would win that game. That would be <laughs> oh Ed definitely. He's a much better strategic player. I I, I I've well we played that game it did not go well for me did it so, um, i think i think i, mean, I, I, I yeah, only but... won because you chose the wrong seconders yeah but everyone has to watch me pick the wrong secondaries that is uh that, i guess that's the question then guys so like obviously we, we spoke quite a lot before the last tournament so what has obviously rich you've changed armies so <laughs> like there's that but for the other three of us, like, you know, what what have people taken away to do better in the, in this time? Play play Warhammer mainly. Play a better um, army. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually only made one change to my list, um, and it's I I subbed out an extra um, Terminator for a Vindicar Assassin, and the reason I did that isn't because I'm expecting to kill a bunch of characters. It's because everyone kind of knows that if you put a a character in the line of Vindicar Assassin, he's gonna die or get fucked up real quick. And so, you, so you are what the, you do is you keep Oh god. I was gonna say you're the only person I know that is cool enough to not go and buy a load of stuff. Like like I just like and I don't say this to disc because I think everybody myself included, everybody I know would see someone like Alan play custodies to the level he's played at and then immediately go and buy those models. I'm not insulting anybody when I say this because we all, we would all do that. If so, if somebody won the the this tournament with GSC, I would immediately go and buy those models. And I think most people are, are the same, especially in London. But you're just like, but I just quite like the Vindicate. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I... I... It's my favorite model I've ever yeah. painted so far. So, yeah. of course, I'm putting that in the most competitive list that I can make. No, it's one of the only painted models I, I think, have. I think it's cool, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool to sit on the table. It'll be interesting. And you know what? It does create that threat. Right yeah. when there aren't body when exactly. there aren't bodyguards around, like he he does. I think the, the interesting thing I think the interesting thing you're gonna you're gonna have right is again looking at those maps. Where do you put him? Because there isn't much yeah. in the way of stuff you can sort of stick him on top of and he has a nice firing line where he isn't potentially going to be in mm. danger of being you know and i'm not saying people are going to put loads of shots into a vindicator but like if they wanted to they could get rid of him potentially <laughs> um so i think it is going to well, be except except yeah. rich we all just said his blade guard in well he's not got them, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, mass inceptors, free dread knights yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, is, this is the thing the vindicar is a really interesting one because uh number one the Vindicar since 8th edition has got completely fucked rules wise mm. because 
the lookout sir rule has absolutely like nullified most of the advantages of taking a vindicar because he's targetable now because he's a character yeah and on top of that the whole point of him is he's minus two if you're minus two to hit if you're standing him on a terrain piece but in ninth edition it's only ever minus yeah. one. I, I would say so, I would say again, I'd say bodyguards probably like I I, I mean obviously, you know, I, I think bodyguard yeah, has a bigger impact really because snipers just aren't yeah yeah absolutely anymore. yeah exactly. But all of that still doesn't seem to detract from the fact that he is a weird like distraction kind of fix because people still have that residual fear of fuck I'm about to lose a character here. Oh yeah. So yeah, you yeah, do yeah. find it's that terrifying. if you put him somewhere people will either go for him as much as possible and like try and take him out or they'll just keep that entire firing lane free and just not put anything there you're like all right cool that suits me fine i guess the just thinking about it the more specific question which would be interesting to hear everyone answer is just just pick like one i guess one matchup that you lost in the last tournament and how you would win it this time. I'm pretty sure Rich, you got a different army, but still, just roughly, you'd know now. So, Quips, there, like, what's a game that you, you or a matchup that you're now having played it? You're like, actually, I know what I would do now. That's a really good point. Because um, I'm thinking the games that we, that I've played previously, like Summer Slaughter, um, the things where I'm falling down are things like target priority and secondary selection. Like, mm. I made the mistake in my first game at Summer Slaughter that um, I would take Assassinate, because he had, like, six characters and I think a character Dreadnought. I was like, yeah, of course, that makes sense. And then didn't he didn't move five of his characters for the entire game from behind a building. Like, just because he could. And also he didn't know what he was doing. And I was just like, oh, God, I didn't account for that for someone not using half their army for the entire game and he just denied me a shitload of points and i think i lost by not that many in the end um so yeah just like things like that so secondary picking was the on. biggest thing secondary picking followed by target priority i'll i'll, I'll message you tomorrow evening Quipston, and we can, t- we can talk about your <laughs> secondaries for the game yeah um, i know yeah. i know don't just don't just message him <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, think, I, think might, I think we might need to do a. Uh, I think we might need to do another session yeah. on Friday where we all just chat through secondaries. Why don't we do that? It's, yeah, it's, it's a good, really yeah. good practice. That's what everyone will do. That's in like yeah. you know the the competitive groups. The proper Warhammer players is, is their name. Um, Rich, what about we can you? Aspire. We can aspire. What's uh, a, can... what's a matchup that you previously wouldn't have felt confident in, but now you kind of. I, I could do, do one from my playtesting with the Grey Knights. So I lost yeah. against Death Guard. So the only game I've actually lost so far by playtesting Death Guard, with, with the Grey Knights, which is only four games. Um, um, so I played Admech once, I played Space Marine, no, Custodians. What kind of Death Guard was it, sorry? Uh, like, as in, like, the army type, was it, like, a Mortarian, was it Mortarian, Demons, yeah. was it Terminators? Mortarian was in it, uh, with, he had two squads of Death Shroud, oh, Death Shroud. Um, a couple Playburst Crawlers, a yeah. load of Pox Walkers, and... Okay, yeah, that's pretty standard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, uh, basically, the way I play it differently is, um, I, can't, I think I played into his game too much, um, I, he went to the middle, um, and I kind of went to match him for it. Didn't manage to kill Mortarion in turn one. You know, he survived all the mortal wounds and all my shooting, uh, which then meant his, his hit back was just he just won the trade because uh, he had just too much on the board. So what I probably would play differently is just ignore him. I'm so much faster than him. I can teleport everywhere. I'll just play around. If they can have the... He can just give in the middle of the board and just fly around. Because even though that game I lost, 
and I did by the end of the game I had like nothing left. I lost ninety to eighty. So I managed to score all those Oof. points where if I just didn't bother committing so much stuff in the middle, I would have just scored more and killed the things off the objectives at the back that you didn't need and take those and still got more primary, so um yeah basically i just you know would play my game right not kind of falling into the trap of morty's there um let's kill it or let's just go fight for the big scrap in the middle which is you know i think i've said this quite a few times with me it's like something's there to charge let's go attack it it's probably <laughs> just you know step back a minute take a breath and you know see what see what yeah. their army's good at and then don't play into their game which with death guard tricks for example is they're very slow i could just fly around and ignore them fair play essentially that's a good one. Yeah, no, no, that is a really good one. Um, and I, actually, I've really, that's such a good point when you talked about playing into their game. Mm. That's definitely something that I need to do because, like, you know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was talking about a matchup. I can't remember what matchup it was. And I was like, I really struggle because, you know, I just can't get through this. And he's like, well, why are you trying to do that? And it's like, yeah. If you can't deal with their problem, why don't you just ignore? Like with uh, yeah. an example with Alex's uh, Telemon when I played the other day, I was like, mm. I was sitting there going, I'm not really gonna have a thing to do with it, so I just ignored it and just went and killed everything else. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. it, it ended up working out. So. And that's how I lost. <laughs> and uh, Adam, then. So what about you, man? So yeah, what, what yeah, about you? So I, I think I think sim- I think similar to me, right? Is is you know number one secondary selection, um, and and don't don't play into someone else's game so i think i had a game against blood angels uh, and i probably went just too aggressive too early um and you know i've, I've, I've beaten blood angels this before um and it was just a I, I just was you know i i i just made a lot of mistakes both in my deployment and in terms of uh sort of going hard too early whereas i think the sisters operate very much you know as a uh, well the term i've heard lennon use which i quite like is trapdoor spider so you, you 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 know you don't go out you don't go out and let them play that your game you, you, you put your you put your you know your units that you can like bodyguards so your 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 Morven Vars, your, your celestines can get you a lot of board coverage can get objectives if you actually just calm and think about it and then when they come in range that's when you spring the trap and do it because sisters are a mid-range army they are not a long-range army and i think the changes the change I would make is to sort of rethink about that more and think about when to when to spring the trap rather than trying to go, oh, I think I can kill that. Right, let's just commit too early. And then it just leaves a lot of stuff exposed, um, which was which was just, you know, just me being silly, basically. I think the other thing is, I think, firepower. I think I've brought, I think I have a bit more firepower in this list um, compared to last time um, and a bit more redundancy. What's that in the form of, sorry? that you've got Retri- ret- retributors i've got more frankly i've just got more retributors so i got rid of i had a couple of penitent engines which i love them they're very cool but they do nothing most of the time <laughs> and um so they have they have gone um and there's there's a, another unit of retributors in the list now uh which are always good okay. um as a, as a kind of again for that sort of redundancy like i can afford to lose because you, you know retributors are 24 inches you are going to lose them um so you can sort of afford to trade up on that front uh, and I think the other one of the other changes is just thinking about like I've now got more Celestian Sacrosants, so I can afford to move them. Because one thing I one thing I think I did wrong is when I was trying to spring the trap, I was trying to move up because I was so concerned about bodyguards. I was uh, and and just the way I was picking secondaries as well, I wasn't utilizing stuff like the Sacrosants in the way that you can use them. Because the thing is, fundamentally, 
they're very good in combat, right? They are very they are actually a good combat unit, and I just wasn't even using them. They were just mm. sitting behind walls, which is just a bit that. dull. Yeah, so mm. I, I, I thought about reducing them, but actually I think using multiple units of them is probably the way to go because it gives you that bodyguard coverage for your characters and it also allows you to sort of move up. Again, you know, look, I'm a sisters player. I'm T3. Even with a two-up, four-up, um, um, it's still risky to go running around in the open, but you can still move up in the walls, uh, behind walls, behind the terrain, use that to your advantage, and then when you need to commit them, I mean, they can heroically intervene as well, sacrosanct. That's something people forget. Hang on a sec. So two up, four up, and only uh, toughness three. Sounds like you should switch up to something like toughness five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You, you have a very good point. Yeah, no. A paragon war suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paragon war suits, but they they only have a six up infant. They can get a five, but that's it. Um, but no, the um, the uh, the the Celestian Sacrosancts are are a, actually a fantastic toolbox unit if they're used in the right way. So hopefully, I can get a little bit more out of them. Uh, this weekend and i think secondary selection i'm sorry i'm just echoing what everyone else said my secondary selection in a couple of games was just like i had a game against a thousand sons i don't know why i took assassinate like he has a lot of characters and it Oof. seems like assassinate's just never a good one well also it just means i'm wandering into mortal angry, wounds yeah. i am um, i'm wandering into mortal wound spam as well right there's other things i could have been doing yeah. to to grab objectives yeah. and, and move about um i've also got more mobility just... now which is good the only the only the only th- yes, you're, I think you're right. Cause assassinate is actually very rarely good. I think in reality because it means that you either <laughs> so like it only you can only really get to characters if you've killed what's in front of them. So you'll get all the points if you've killed their entire army. Now don't yeah. get me wrong, that's yeah. sometimes a win condition, but it's very rarely uh, like the win condition of your army. And I guess the other mm. thing, the the only time it has a bit of use, but isn't really a thing nowadays, is like if someone back in the days we would take like a load of smash captains. If you take assassinate, they go, oh, I can't play aggressively now. But that's not really a thing anymore. People mm. generally put their points into obstacles when they can. Maybe you know, with new codexes coming out, the meta will change and will swing back to you know characters up in your face, and it will become uh, oh for a sure. Good one again. Like the the, the go codex is it's just not. Yeah, you're supposed to take like seven or eight characters. Is what you're supposed to take in any fluffy GSC army. That's what you'd have. But um, yeah, sister, you know, you know what I will say as, a, as an objective, <laughs> uh, not actually interesting. You probably. Maybe I mean maybe still against my list now. Assassinate is actually quite a good one to take potentially. Because um, well, I mean, well, yeah, they have... Well, actually, <laughs> so it's, it's it's interesting. Like Assassinate against Sisters, I think is a bit of a double-edged sword because the thing is, on the one hand, yes, Celestine will give you nine points if you can get rid of her. However, obviously, she is actually quite hard to kill if I'm not playing her like a complete moron, uh, <laughs> which I which I am very much in danger of doing. So maybe do take it against me. But also, there you know, obviously she heals up Gemini, so that can take off three because it's an end end game objective, right? So you, you can bring a Gemini back in your last turn if she's not doing anything else, and just boom, that's another three points off your tally. And also, you know, she's a jump pack unit, which means for a CP, worst comes to worst, I can just yeet her off the board into deep strike and bring her back in somewhere else on the board. Do her healing in the next turn. You know there 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 are multiple. Obviously, it depends on which game turn it is. Depends on what's happening. But there are multiple ways of basically not only making it difficult to get that assassinate, but actually chipping points away. Even if you do start to get through the Gemini, um, which I which I think is interesting. Yeah, I think. Mm. Who's your Who's your warlord in the list? Is it more Val, Val? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Has to be Val. Has yeah. to be Val. Does it have to be if she's not your I mean, she commander? Is a high look. She's a hu- she is the supreme commander, isn't she? You don't she have to take her supreme commander, do you? 
No, but she has to be your. She has to be your warlord. She has to be. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. What about you? What about you, Ed? What did? Uh, yeah. Your, what? Well, your your insight about the Jukari is, is is big news for me. Like that's huge. Like that that makes me much much more comfortable going into that matchup. I mean, don't get me wrong. I need to go first, and I don't just say that like, oh, that would be really helpful. <laughs> I need to go first to win that game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, honestly, yeah, going first versus Jukari. I mean, it's 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 GSC shooting with D6 damage. It it could be all or nothing. But I think that that's I I, I wouldn't mind that game now. I mean. In terms, of, I'd rather not that game, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be gutted if I, if I draw Jukari again, again first round. That would be huge. I think that actually a lot of the top, looking at like um, BCP and stuff, a lot of the top Jukari players are now switching to just vast units of witches. And given that insight about the hiding raiders, I haven't looked through the Jukari list in the LGT, but I wonder if many people have because there are a lot of ruins hiding uh, witches so that would be really cool be because I, I i'd be better versus that because i do have hand flamers so i would be i would be i would be able to burn like you know two witches just turn two two witch squads so um mm. that yeah stuff yeah. I, i'd actually probably rather that matchup same with same with the like, admec I'd, I'd rather a richard siegler style matchup i think because yeah i mean i, I mean again like if i was to play manny or something it's like I mean we could try first turn. Like if I go first turn, I'll give I could give could go. But if I don't go first, this is gonna be this is gonna be a bloody short game. I'd say that. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think I could do anything. <laughs> first or second, it's I, yeah. He has uh, got a lot. Yeah, Jukaria, it's a bad match for me. I would I would ruin the the. I think he's got like one Mars squad, and so I'd ruin that squad, and then I would with the hand flamers, and then I would. Yeah, if I go in first, maybe down at two planes, maybe three if I was hyper lucky. But yeah, <laughs> it would be a, it would be oh. a tough game. Quick question, uh, slightly unrelated: Is there an RTT on the Friday? Yes, yes. I believe so. Yeah. Ah, okay. None of us are going to that, right? No, no, not that no. I'm aware of. No. Working. Okay, yeah. cool. I did not even know it was a thing, and something. Someone just messaged me on Instagram like, Are "You guys going to the RTT on Friday?" I'm like, "I." There was quite a few different tournaments available. going on. There's like, there's there's a kill team event. There's like other events that aren't like Warhammer related. There's got Lord of the Rings going on. There's yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm actually playing Malifaux Ooh. at the same time. And, uh, Star, Wars, <laughs> Star Wars Legion. Oh shit! I was I was gonna say, um, talking about this as well. I can't remember if I talked to everyone about this, but Rich, I think I mentioned it to you. As it turns out, uh, Black 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 Moon. Bad Moon does uh, Bad Moon Cafe does a Monday night Lord of the Rings beginners night. Yeah, which we should all definitely go to because apparently Boris. Lord of the Rings is an amazing game system. I saw Boris over there and he's trying to get me to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I, oh yeah, Boris. Got my I Boris dropped out of forty k and now plays Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he is he is he going to the LGT? Yeah, to play Lord of the Rings. No. yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not playing. Really? Uh, Are you joking? Games. Yeah, no. I asked him about it the other day and he was just like, yeah, "That is hilarious." So, wow. Okay. Is, is Drakaria currently the best statistically, the best faction in the game? You would have thought this would be his time to play. Interesting. Um, yeah. No, I actually did paint up a load of Lord of the Rings over over lockdown. I've probably about seven hundred points, which is a lot for Lord of the Rings um, of, of Ministerith. <laughs> Although I'm a little bit terrified, so I'm actually moving house in in like two weeks, and I actually have boxed up all of my Warhammer, but the stuff I'm taking to LGT. 
because I'm quite busy over the next couple of weeks of work. And so, and obviously I'm away this weekend playing Warhammer. So, like, I, I, but I am certain my trebuchet is going to shatter <laughs> in, oh, no. in the transport because it's like on this old massive metal things. Oh, so, no. but I, I, I will do my best. Um, I've put it on a base now. So, it holds it together. What you need now when you move into your new place is glass cabinets. I don't know if I'm going to do the glass because I don't know how long we're going to be there. But I will be definitely buying some mm. shelves. Like, and I, I, yeah. I, I keep saying this. I've probably said to you guys much times. I am so excited to have shelves. Like, <laughs> I, I am be beyond excited because, like, one of the things about me that is properly sad and nerdy, but I, 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 I can't but admit, I love mean, to just set up my warhammer. I just love to just set, set up my warhammer and then put them away and then set them up again. Like I, honestly, like that's it's it's one of the things it is, that it makes is a me quite so nice happy thing to look at. in the world. It, yeah, and, oh, yeah. yeah, like it's crazy. So right. I'm so you, excited to have shelves. Yeah. When you've got them on the shelf and someone comes around and they're like, "Oh, what's all this?" Well, let me tell you, sir. You fucking one hundred percent. No, 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 it, no. It's it's good to have shelves. I mean, I'm I'm like thinking about potentially moving as well, and one of the the. The fun things about house hunting is that, like, the two criteria we have for a house are a decent-sized kitchen, because uh, my other half loves to bake, and she actually runs a, a baking business, uh, Maple Apron on Instagram. Please do check it out. She'll like that as a plug there. Um, she's really good. Uh, she's, she's also a master. Really, yeah, yeah. she's also incredibly busy at the moment, because it's, like, thanks Canadian Thanksgiving and, and uh, Christmas coming up as well, so she does a lot of uh, Canadian stuff. But anyway, um, the um, the yeah space for her is a sort of big kitchen, and then like I'm just desperately looking for like a garage, an outbuilding, and or room for a shed that will become the Warhammer shed, will become the bunker, will include, will have a game Adam, table. Uh, so I'm not going to lie, Adam, you don't have to relegate yourself to outside of the house <laughs> no, 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 no. to do hobby. You no, can be indoors. No, You're I'm not fully... like a goblin who has to no. banish himself to the cave. I'm not, I, I'm not like a goblin in that sense. I'm like a goblin in many other senses. But I am <laughs> accepting that I will need to... I, 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 I need to remove it into a space, a holy space, a sacred space that is a Warhammer space, right, that has... Uh, you know, all of the stuff has a little workshop where you can do the do the do the conversions. Has a little room for a spray booth. Oh, we can all oh, dream. No, we can no. all dream. No, you know what oh, this is. You know what this is. Adam is secretly embarrassed of us because when he gets like a new house and like proper adult Wait, friends, he's gonna like am... not want to be associated. You, you know what? With you us, you right? say. You oh, I don't have the Warhammer things on display. How can you say I'm embarrassed <laughs> of you when one of the reasons I'm looking to have this is the idea that. Oh, just drop my phone that's good uh one of the ways i can do one of the things i can have is i can have a game table where y'all can come round and we can actually do some gaming in my house how good will that be that'd be all good i, I stand corrected sir yeah you're you're mate, mate i'm already i'm already i've already think i'm like what does the ideal space look like what does the ideal table look I'll like i'll make you and some terrain and everything they, Mate, I want I want the the dream. So this is now turning into like grand designs, uh, Warhammer edition. But like the dream is to have like a little bar as well. Have like a little like not just a mini fridge. Have like a couple of taps, man. Get some beer going. Oh, that'd be so cool. And some non-alcoholic beverages wow. for Quipster as well. You know, it'll be uh, it'll be a good uh, well, be a good time. And rich because and rich because we don't want rich to die. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 We'll, get, just, we'll have a chronic illness corner where we're drinking like ginger beer. I'll have like a ginger beer tap. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh. it. Such is the dream. Such yeah. is the dream. But uh, but yeah, all very all very dependent on um, 
<laughs> finding the money <laughs> to be quite frank because <laughs> uh, it turns out uh, i don't know if you guys have noticed turns out property is quite expensive i didn't realize because i thought warhammer pricey. was quite pricey but actually warhammer is cheap compared to you could just make property. a house out of sprue <laughs> you, you know what it's funny you say that i did gen 100 genuinely i did joke with uh with with mother half kelly the other day uh that uh, i said yeah you know it could be like a again grand designs but you know because my warhammer would be like yeah all those plastic sprues i don't use yeah just use those as insulation just build the whole house out of it like kevin mcleod <laughs> will be there like how much money you spend on this project? Well, it's not really how much money I'm spending on the project, Kevin. It's how much money I'm spending on new models. <laughs> uh, genius. Amazing. Is there anything else anyone uh, wants to cover with LGT? Or are we... Um... I think we oh, could. No. I, think just as I have one... I have one totally unrelated thing, which I was going to put in my hobby progress. <laughs> so, so, entirely forgot. so not LGT then. <laughs> Not LGT related. Well, before you go to unrelated subjects and we go something else, I'm just going to say I'm going to try and get this episode out ASAP. So if you are listening to this and you are at LGT, please come and say hello to us. We'll be wearing maroony red T-shirts that say the Conclave and our names on it. So come say hi. It'd be lovely to meet all of you. Yeah, I I, I yes. did I did pitch for a series of increasingly outrageous wigs, uh, but the group vetoed <laughs> me and said we should go for T-shirts instead. Still finding um, the blonde hair from those wigs. That wig I wore. <laughs> around my house <laughs> i was thinking like marie antoinette like elton john style you know when he dressed up as marie antoinette like huge silver gold <laughs> anyway well leave leave what i do at the weekends out so, now, now alex you may go off to wherever you're gonna go <laughs> my, my really fucking random tangent so i just had to mention this because this came up on my instagram today and i was just like i had to do a double take because i was like what so yeah i got tagged in a post on instagram by um the mayor of south dublin um what? and yeah what? all right so i'm officially apparently... intrigued <laughs> <laughs> so, no idea where this is going yeah are they, are they giving you the key so to the me... city are you gonna be able to like drive sheep across yeah. the uh, liffy or something i didn't realize they were banning people I, from I, south I... dublin that's fascinating by now <laughs> <laughs> well no so apparently he's a fan um so he tagged me <laughs> and tanya the war mistress in this in this post and it's like the, his official like I am the mayor of South Dublin Instagram account, um, and he's opening like a wargaming shop. And he was just like, "Hang on, I'll read it here." Uh, if you're interested, I'm at the opening of this uh, this new wargaming shop. It's a brilliant resource for the whole South Dublin gaming community. Uh, if you're interested in gaming, pop along to the store and find out more, or check out some of the other amazing content creators in the wargaming community. Among my favorites are Quips the Nerd, uh, the underscore War underscore Gamer underscore. And uh, the War Mistress, and he's put uh, Winters. It's from DZTV on there. I was just like, I, I saw the tag on this. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh well, you know what? So, fair, yeah, fair I gotta, play to the Mayor of South gotta, Dublin. If you are, that is so cool. Show, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd happily. Um, cool. I know you probably want to see Cripster, but we would happily go on a little tour to South Dublin. Uh, I've been to Dublin. It's a wonderful city. Uh, so very happy to, uh, yeah. to come over and uh, and check. That out is very cool. War gaming facilities. That's yeah, awesome. So, uh, That's awesome. So Mayor Peter Cavanaugh, um, yeah, fantastic. Dude, thank you very much. And anytime we're, any of us are in South Dublin, we will absolutely come say hi because you're obviously a legend, although I think he plays Jukari. Oh, that's that. <laughs> that. <laughs> 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 unfairly detract from it. Oh, yeah, he's really nice as a legend. He does play Jukari. No, you, you know what? You oh, actually, no. Maybe he plays Black Templars. Oh, Because like, okay. he... 
Yeah, <laughs> Rich is just like, can oh, you, I like him already. Like, can, you not, <laughs> can you not tell the difference between those two armies, Alex? Is that what's going on here? Um, but no, I don't know. The, the picture they've got on his uh, on his Instagram is zoomed out really far, right. so it's like on one side a red army, and on the other side what I think are black templars or iron hands. So, well, you know, well, 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 done, well done to the people of South Dublin for electing a wargaming mayor. Well played, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's Absolute really legend. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's my random, so random tangent for the day. Yeah, that's, yeah. That wasn't came out of nowhere. Expecting it that to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. If anybody else has got anything weird and bizarre they would like to add, please do so now because I will be ending the podcast. <laughs> uh, and uh, to the mayor of North Dublin, if you are listening, uh, <laughs> sort your life out, mate. Uh, no, I was going to say, I'm, if any of any your listeners are located in the glorious world of Great White North, specifically, specifically, obviously, I'm talking about Canada, specifically in Ontario, and specifically in toronto and or its surrounds uh, i will be over in canada uh, in mid-october so if any of you out there would like to say hi grab a beer um maybe roll some dice although i won't have any of my army with me because i'm going over there to attend a wedding um then yeah let me know and uh, let me know on my instagram uh, adr wargaming and uh, yeah happy to come and hang out say hi to any of the any of the great and it is great because you've got mini wargaming, you've got Skari, you've got um, God, who else? Tanya, the war mistress, is, is in Canada, isn't she? Um, play, as play is play on, play on tabletop. Yeah, who've been on there before. I mean, it's just a huge wargaming mini <laughs> across Canada. Mini, they're on the other coast to play on. Uh, but um, but yeah, uh, it'd be cool to come and hang out with some of you guys. Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. Well, it's going to be time for our amazing end. No, I'm joking. So I'll say amazing ending. I just I love the bit where we all just say bye. So no, let me down, guys. Anyway, no. Thank you, every- just like, <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, yes. And good luck at the LGT. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Yes. Um, good luck, everybody. Ed's going to try and become from the second best to the best in the UK. Yeah. He's actually going to kick. <laughs> He's actually going to yeah. get a mirror match and win and crush. <laughs> The other Gene Steeler cult player. It's, it's the best in the... Sorry, this is, I've completely gone off topic again. Is the best in... The number one in the UK there? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'm, I, He's scared of you, mate. I, That's I why. I believe it. <laughs> it's clearly not that good then, is he? Scared <laughs> But um I'm taking yeah, Jake's... No, I, th- I think um, the number two in the world, I think, is going. Oh. Um, yeah. We're a very small community. Ooh. We do have each other. <laughs> well, you said there's four, four yeah, GSC yeah, players. Yeah. So, so yeah, I love how like I oh, the the number one ranked uh, GSC player is going to be there. He's playing Drakari, but I've, you know, he's I've actually be spoken there. to all four of them on on Instagram. Like <laughs> that is actually so cool. They're, they're, it's a very small. That's community. very cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, on that note, uh, before we keep going on, because it's like very late, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Come say hi at LGT and good luck everyone and see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs>